Hello, I'm the DM, creator and host of the Fools and Flagons D&D campaign. So grab your drinks and raise your glasses. You're listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Fools and Flagons, a D&D <laughs> campaign made up entirely by me where the players do dumb things and I try to make sense of it. So, uh, a couple of quick announcements we're going to try to breeze through here super quickly. Uh, on top of streaming the D&D campaign, we have Pez Plays on Mondays. Uh, are we st- What do we have left to do on that? Are we still doing Halo 2? Or No, we finished mm-hmm. Halo 2. No. Four. Yeah, we're on four unless we're able to get more people to play. Uh, mm-hmm. Whiskey Wednesdays on Wednesdays. I just realized today that I totally forgot to upload the last Whiskey Wednesday, so I'll be doing that this weekend. Sorry. It's been rough this week uh and metallurgy magic uh on the weekends whenever his schedule allows uh if you would like to see past adventures you can watch the vods on our youtube channel or listen to our podcast anything that we live stream usually comes out the week after unless i'm dumb and overworked and completely forget about it like this last week's wednesdays um our podcasts are on most major platforms such as itunes spotify podbean samsung radio a bunch of other platforms the let's see donations are never required but always appreciated if you would like to support us please consider our coffee page as all proceeds from donations and memberships go straight back into making fools and flagons a better experience and it helps keep the podcast alive and well we do want to thank you ahead of time for your follows and subscriptions and bits on twitch i do apologize that we cannot recognize them uh for the sake of not interrupting the story but your support of us is always very much appreciated so that's kind of about all I got for uh, announcements-wise. Like how Zeke was trying to shame you. Hey Zeke, how's that Twitch or the the TikTok stuff coming? What? I'll just <laughs> leave it alone. <laughs> I'm just giving you a butt. Hey Metal, don't forget to uh, mark that. Oh yes, do that, please. <laughs> oh yeah, and check behind you. <laughs> I'm standing there. <laughs> I'm with you in spirit. <laughs> Very creepy, close spirit. Uh, well, I mean, I guess if no one else has anything that they want to chat about, we can go on and get right onto it. Do it. Huzzah! Alright, well, grab your drinks and raise your glasses. It's time for Fools and Flagons. Let's get it. I have water. Okie dokie. So, last we left off, the party is once again ready to be underway towards their goal. The Kingdom of Harpermere. Uh, The wagon home has been repaired as best that Zahn could accomplish with the supplies from Crossroads. Their new beast of of burden, Cassie, a very large parasolophilus, seemed eager to be part of the group. Perhaps a bit too eager. A slight bump sent a few of the Tempests uh, toppling off the wagon, but with Brick's help as a triceratops, enough trees were shoved aside to make room, and Pez eventually got a better handle on navigating the unwieldy mobile abode. After an uneventful journey, uh, they came upon the town of Crossroads, drawing a hefty amount of stairs as they rode through the town to meet the owners of the wooden hammer, who supplied the materials for the cart to be repaired. The twin Swobolds seemed enthusiastic as they offered to repair the home, sending the party off into the city while they inspected the wagon for damage. Unbeknownst to the Tempest, they'd drawn a bit too much attention, and as they worked their way through the crowd, others were working through their pockets relieving them of their coin purses. 
After a swift hunt, the party made their way into the slums of Crossroads and performed a well-planned out breach and clear of the hovel that seemed to be filled with children. We now rejoin the Tempests as Zahn prepares to go full-on Anakin Skywalker on these younglings who dared <laughs> to take his gold. Wait, what? <laughs> what, what? I, I thought we were all good characters. Hey. No, <laughs> you are not all good characters. Most of you are, yes. All? Good is no. subjective. <clears throat> so, Master Zahn, there's too many. What do we do? <laughs> so, Zahn had just broken down the door, the front door with his blade. A few of the children tried to escape through the back where Brick was dutifully standing guard. As the door swung open, he kicked it shut, knocking one of them ass over tea kettle. And as Zahn approached the small gathering of children, an older one stepped in front, arms wide, and called a halt. I'm sure we can come to an agreement of some sort. No one must be hurt. And, uh, yeah, that, that sword's going to be immediately next to this dude's head. <laughs> well, this, you can see that this is a, uh, a younger human male, maybe mid to late teens, that mm. has just inserted himself in front of you and the uh, five other very small, very much smaller, younger children in the room. Uh, let me check something real quick here. Oh. Are you checking five your alignment? <laughs> Even. No, I use the duration of something. Five babies and one teenager? You have no idea. You kicked the door yeah. shut. Yeah, I was about to say, you're up. Do I? Okay. Do I hear the beginnings of conversation inside? You heard uh, one voice and a few cries of alarm. The pitter-patter of feet. The door opened. You kicked it shut. There was a tumble. And then there was another voice speaking. You have no yeah. idea how many people are in there. Yet. At this time, can I open the door? And I'm assuming I'm, like, taller than this doorway. Uh, you... With your little hoop thingy, yeah, you would probably have to duck or get a little bit of a. Uh, so I'll op I'll like crack open the door and kind of just like just enough for me to go in and not anyone be able to run past me and like lean in and come up, kind of, uh, and then shut the door behind me and just stand there and kind of look around. Bouncer okay. mode activated. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> while you're at it. Don't fail this. One. It'll be very embarrassing. And also just for like references, so everyone else were outside the door. Uh, I would assume that a few of you might either Kazan has stepped into the home, so if any of you were going to follow him in, now would be your your time to do so. Intimidation twenty one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh you hear uh, a fair few little whimpers. I kinda look around and notice his children and kind of I, I had I had been coming in all all like ready to just to bust skulls. I see the children's like, oh, this is gonna be near as fun. And I kind of and in my side you see my size kind of visibly deflate, <laughs> so to not be as intimidating, just kind of like <laughs> confused. Zahn hasn't changed in any way, shape, or form. Zahn is still like red. So you got the <laughs> you got the blade up uh, beside the young oh, man's yes. head. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, not even blinking. And he's just going to look right at him and... 
Give okay. me one good reason why I should not just cleave your head off of your shoulders. He kind of stands there for a second, gets this real shit-eating grin, and goes, Because I'm a kid? I don't care. You wouldn't want to be a murderer? In Crossroads? Do you see what I am wearing? Clothes? I'm from Rokasine. I've probably killed more people than you know. I don't know where that is. Don's just gonna think for a second. Hmm. Seeing that this is going nowhere, Brick kind of leans so he can see past Zan. Kasume, can you please come in here and, and find our money while we make sure no one escapes? Uh, how much time has passed? About a minute, you think? Oh, less than that. Uh, the one that has my money is groveling on the ground. <laughs> oh, yes. Break, I forgot that part. You look over, and there's one kid that's just completely supplicant on the ground, just, like, not at anyone, just, like, whatever direction he was facing, it's like a wall, and they're just... Uh, after Brick calls for Kasumi, how big is this kid? Is he taller than me? He's about your height. Kind of... He's real skinny and kind of gangly, that, like, uh, middle of puberty, like, super growth, but, like, nothing is filled in. He's just long. I'm going to grab him by the face and shove him aside. Or attempt to. Okay. Um, yeah, roll, make a shove attack. It's uh, strength plus your... 17 yeah. plus whatever? Plus your strength plus strength. So it's a dirty 20. Because it's a, it's basically an unarmed attack. Dirty 20? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so you just reach a fluffy hand up and you shove him aside. Um, no, he he gets shoved backwards and he ends up tripping over one of the smaller children behind him who lets out a yelp as he goes tumbling down onto the ground. I'm going to grab the person groveling and... Uh, wait, so... Like... I actually, so I know the spell, like, how I identify stuff actually, like, shows me where it is. But is it literally just, like, I have x-ray vision to this one item on him? It's it's more like, almost like a red glow in, in your vision. Like, it's a location. So, you see that, like, in the front of the, his shirt, it's a, as you pick up the, the child... It's not difficult. It's a small child. Just by the back of the scruff, you see that the shirt that they are wearing is, like, way too big for them. It's incredibly dirty. But it's kind of got the, the buttons down the front, and the red glow is kind of coming from the front. It makes him look like he's got a little bit of a, a pouch. Um, I'm going to try to procure my pouch from him. Post-haste. <clears throat> you were very easily able to shove your hand into the front of his shirt popping a few of the buttons as you pull out your your gold, and you kind of look at it, you shing, shing, shing. That sounds about right. It will, uh... Hi. Second, as he finally is able to get his wits back around him. Zon drops him. <laughs> I had to roll, sorry. I was like, put him down or drop him. 50-50. <laughs> Kasumi is going to sneak in. After Brick calls out for her. Once she realizes it's a room full of children, she's like, oh! 
Well, this is new, isn't it? Hmm. Which one of you, though? She puts her hands on her hips, and then she just does a swift movement with her hand and casts Mage Hand. Oh, okay. And she's going to start searching their pockets. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> seeing what she does, Brick is going to go, oh, yeah, and do the same thing. <laughs> okay, so you just, you both just start... Post up by the door and... Feeling up kids with your hands. magic hands. We're not touching them! <laughs> I okay. said their pockets! Okay. Okay. Uh, both of you make an investigation check. I'm going to say a disadvantage, because these kids aren't really sitting still, and they're kind of cowering away from these ghostly hands that are coming towards them. Investigation? I don't yes. find shit. <laughs> Uh, the, the older, uh, teenager has gone over to, uh, help up the child that Zahn just unceremoniously dropped to the floor. You're right, Milo. Kind of kick, I was like, yeah. Whoa. And he's kind of looking around, then he finally sees Rick and, and like, immediately, like, scurries back over to the rest of them, and they're just kind of all huddled in a pile, just. Hold an eight, by the way. An eight? Yeah, you. Yeah. You, you you try, but you're like, you're so disappointed that you don't get to thump skulls because they're kids. You're just like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get, Kasumi? Uh, disadvantage, it was an 11. An 11. Uh, you as well start to kind of send the hand towards them. But they're not really being restrained, so they're kind of, like, shying away from the hand. And most of the time with the spell is just spent, like, chasing after one and trying to get into their pockets and then kind of giving up and going to the next one. And they're also kind of moving out of the way. It's not the most efficient way of trying you to... You are all very bad. We try to box one in with the hands. <laughs> I have another idea. It, it might be bright and shiny and iridescent and possibly the same thing I did with the T-Rex. Could give it a shot. I'll give you 30 seconds. After that, I'm going to start picking up children. It's going to make them incapacitated. Not going to hurt them. How we big is this room? We, 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 don't, we don't want any trouble. Uh, we'll, we'll just give it back. Oh, wait, you don't want any trouble, but yet here we are in your house because someone decided to steal gold from the wrong people? To be fair, no one's found like us before. Sting. Right, mm. but that doesn't really sound like staying out of trouble, does it? You're only in trouble if you get caught, so... I would like to argue with him, but that is actually quite... Who, which one is the one that's speaking up right now? Uh, that's the older uh, teenage boy. That seems to be trying to, whoever is speaking at the time or starting to get close or make any sort of movement, he's automatically trying to put himself between you and the other five that are in the okay. center of the room. Kasumi wants to walk up to him, put her hands on her hips and like lean down so she's like at his height with her big eyes. You guys. <laughs> you know... Stealing gold is not really the best way to start things. Usually trinkets are a better way. But, you know, this is another way how you get seriously injured. 
We have to make do somehow. Why do you need to steal? Uh, he kind of, like, <laughs> looks around where they are. Even Zahn's kind of looking at you like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> where are your parents? We don't have any. So, who's in charge? Hi. Why are okay. you asking these questions? The look of really is only getting more really. So, Kasumi's leaned in and Zana's just <laughs> behind her. Like, who's in charge? Really? <laughs> so, we're going to need all of our gold back, by the way. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. Now. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Turn your pockets out, everyone. We we lost this round, and you uh, you see Milo kind of like pat his shirt. He already got mine. <laughs> Points at Zahn, and uh, you see a smaller girl. And um, actually, what what's everyone's passive perception, real quick here? Uh... I know. I was going to say, I was pretty sure yours was 18. 13? 15. 15? 13. 13. Venera, what was yours? 14. 14? Um, uh, Let me see here. Okay, so... um, Pez and Zahn, you both notice that um, the other younger uh, male child, while his clothes look relatively worn and tattered and dirty, the rest of them appears to be a little bit cleaner than the others that are there. There's less grime on his face. His hair's not quite as um, ruddy and matted. But him and one of the other girls uh, pull out the hefty coin purses from you uh and they kind of look around not really sure what to do and the older one kind of bends down takes them and holds them out so we haven't divvied any of it up you kind of caught us pretty quick well um yeah but it's not always that hard Out of curiosity, how how did you find us so quickly? It's not just gonna wave. <laughs> you didn't exactly pick the best target to be stealing it, from. He's kind of holding the two massive coin purse, and he goes, "I think we did, almost." I'm just glad that Zahn has been able to control his anger management a little bit better lately. Oh, no, I'm waiting for them to give the money back. Where I come from, we cut off the hands of the thieves. He's literally holding the the bags out and no one is taking them. I'm grabbing one. I'll step, yeah, I'll step forward and I assume I can tell which one's mine and kind of take yeah. it back. So Kasumi takes hers and he was not expecting Brick to come up from behind to get it. So he kind of flinches and like, oh, God. <laughs> I thought that was just armor. What? What is that? I am Brick. 
Speaking of that, Vinya and Pets. Okay. Hello. What? I am a new species. Pleasure to meet you. Hi. Hello. Hi. So, bygones be bygones. Yeah, we won't target you anymore. You won't turn us in. No. Yes. Hmm? Here's my concerns. What if you would have not been so fortunate and take them from some people that could be as forgiving as this group? Who's forgiving? As in someone who wouldn't kill them on the spot for having the gold in the first place. Well, when you have hungry bellies, sometimes you have to take those risks. Is there not a, a care shelter or, or something in this town that can help children in, in your circumstance? He just kind of gives a really sarcastic laugh. You followed us in here. Did you see one? Hmm. Not exactly in a good uh, situation, are we? Bit run down. Not exactly old enough to work the fields. They can't. The streets is not a place for young children like you all. We don't have another choice. Devil's advocate, he does not seem to be lying about the situation. Right, and that's the really sad and unfortunate thing. Life's not fair. You do with what you can with what you got. Where's Venera? <laughs> She's gonna peek her head. Venera! In the door frame. Okay. I'm just standing there. Hey, Venera. Hmm? Do you sense anything with these children in here? Anything off? Do I sense anything? From what you've seen so far, they just seem to be scared. Kind of down on their luck, kids. Do they see the horn? None of them seem to react too much upon seeing you. Okay. They just seem like kids. <sighs> Nothing special about them. Um. How. How many of you are there? It's just us. Look, are you going to let us go, or, or or what? How much does it cost for all of you to eat in a day? A day? Lucky if we can beg or steal maybe a silver or two every couple of days. It's enough for a loaf of bread, maybe some stew for we get enough. Kasumi's going to reach into her purse and she's going to give them a hundred gold. He sees you holding out the coins and you can see his eyes kind of widen and he, he has a kind of bit of a, a greedy look to him. And then he pulls his hand back. What's the catch? 
The catch is no more stealing. Use this, feed these children, and try to find somewhere safe. Just use it for food. Well, I can't guarantee the last part. That would keep us fed for some time. Exactly. To give you plenty of time to hopefully run into someone that could help you, or perhaps our paths will cross once again, and maybe we'll find somewhere for you. But at least it's something to help you, so you don't run into this situation with people and end up in a far more unfortunate ending. Who are you people? We are the Tempests. <laughs> huh. Well, he kind of uh, puts hand on his chest, other hand up. I solemnly swear, I will continue to do everything I can to protect the little ones. You are a shield. No, I'm a boy. Oh, You're a shield to the little ones. <laughs> You're a shield to the little ones. Oh, oi. Oi, protect him best he can. You have a weapon? Mm. Holds up his hands. <laughs> Such as reaches in, as, reaches as he holds his... up his hands, you hear little noises from the children that are gathered behind him, and some of them have like, pulled out sticks. One of them has like a little rock. Oh. Rick's going to reach into his belt and pull out one of his two hand axes and flip it handle first. Even a shield needs a weapon. Uh, Brick, can he even lives that? He can learn to. <laughs> he takes it from you and kind of hefts it a bit. Gives it, like, steps to the side and gives it a little bit of a swing. He kind of... You can see he's a little off-balance by it, but whether that's the weight of the axe or the fact that he's still getting used to his growing body, it's a little hard to tell. Which is which. Okay, and then I'm I'm gonna get <clears throat> right in his face, like eye to eye. Ah. Eye to electrical socket. For defense only. Of course. Do I believe him? Make an inside <laughs> check. <laughs> Ooh. Um thirteen. Thirteen? Um Well he definitely seems scared of you. I'll take it. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll lean back and go and stand by, uh, beside and kind of behind Kasumi. Now, if if all y'all don't get into trouble, then we'll, we'll be fine. But if we, you do, and we hear about it, I'm going to feed you to our dinosaur right there. Who are you gesturing to? Uh, I'm the pointing towards uh, the para. Oh, the the para is completely across town at the the wooden hammer. I assumed you were pointing to hamburger. <laughs> I will yeah. point to hamburger. I, then. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I assumed, but I wanted to check and make sure. So you 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 point at hamburger, who on cue just like. <laughs> you you, you kind of see the 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 kid look a little confused, sees the display, and then kind of takes another little glance at all of you, and 
He, he seems to believe that threat. <laughs> <laughs> He's vicious. <laughs> Still debating if I'm going to take a hand or not, so. Yeah, no hands. Let's not no. take a hand. He, he yet. hears that. And I can't protect them if I don't have a hand. You had, luckily, your gods gave you two of them. No hands. Kazumi yes. is going to put a hand on the oldest shoulder. Now listen. Thieving, irregardless of your purpose or reasoning behind it, is quite often perceived as something terrible by most people. And she would know. Take it from me. Oh, I, but with what you've generously given, that shouldn't be a problem anymore. Honest truth, we only did it to survive. We weren't doing it to line our pockets. We just wanted to buy wood, food, clothes. Mm -hmm. That's all, I swear. Well, hopefully. Now you won't have to do that for a while. But... The skills behind the process can become handy in the future. So she reaches into her pouch and she pulls out one of her little wooden circular tokens with the fox emblem on it. She's going to give it to him. So if you make it into a fun game between you and your siblings, then it's harmless. And you just return the item. But at least now, you guys know you have money for food and anything you guys might need for a bit longer. We'll take good care of it for sure. He kind of turns and like beckons one of the younger ones. Uh, Raina, go put this in our, our place. And he hands the he hands the coins to her and she starts dropping some and a few of the other kids come over and scoop up what she's not able to hold in her uh, tiny little grip and they kind of go off into a corner and kind of disappear from view behind uh, a little wall. There's like a hole in the wall that they're able to crawl into. You hear them rustling around back behind there. Well, I honestly can't thank all of you enough, but not to put too much of a point, you're a bit clean to be in the slums and you might draw a bit of attention to us. Oh, it's been a long time since I've been called clean. <laughs> And as you say that, you kind of look at the kid, look down at yourself, and you go, He's kind of right, though. <laughs> I am fucking immaculate. <laughs> Again, just don't get caught. If you do, I don't know if I can keep our bunny friend over there from eating your hands. He loves hands. Whitey's got to pay. It's the payment is baby hands. <laughs> The crunchy ones. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th I think our thieving days are over so long as uh, nothing happens to what you've given us. Keep it safe. Keep them safe. And hopefully we won't have a reason to come back for the same purpose. Kind of glances back up at Brick and Oh, I do too. <laughs> Rick kind of deflates. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
that I'm bored. <laughs> Did you say you're bored? Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there cross-armed. <laughs> I don't get any I, hands. It's evening time, isn't it? I think we were about ready to like bed down. Uh, it's it was uh, around midday, I believe. You were. Uh, we were going to get food. You would you would drop the wagon off to have them inspect it, and you were going ahead and getting yourselves a room and looking at getting food when you noticed that you were unable to pay for your room. I look at Zahn. Tavern brawl? I'm not sure that would be a good idea in this town with me. You can do whatever you want. You can go arm wrestle someone at the tavern. How about that, Brick? Yeah, arm wrestling's better than punching the lats out of someone. Because if you go into jail, I don't think we're going to bail you out. <laughs> I'd like to see won't. somebody try to drag him to jail first. Brick's just sitting on the ground and saying, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just go full limp noodle and let them. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are heading out of the little hovel? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to do the man check of uh, phone keys, wallet, badge, making sure I have everything. <laughs> Pez walks out. Uh, <laughs> Pez, Pez has only ever really gotten like in the doorway. So as you all start to move out of the abode, Pez takes a step back and kind of goes... All there. <laughs> Brooks gonna have... do the same. Look in the bag. Look at everything on his belt. I have a question. For who? I, I guess this is kind of more of a visual representation. When Kazumi goes back into Fox form, does she have like a little statue on her, or is it that invisible? Dealer's choice, really. If you want to have a cute little backpack, I'll allow it. I. Hmm. I'm just thinking, like, game schematic-wise, would people still be able to pickpocket her in fox form? That's a good question. I'll have to think that's going to that. be up to you. I'll that's have to. Th I'll to have you. to think on that one. Okay, but for for Flair, Kasumi's going to go into fox form and jump on Brick's shoulder because she doesn't want to be anywhere near <laughs> anyone else. I could try to take her gold. Okay, make a uh, make an acrobatics check because that's that's quite a ways to jump, even for a little nimble fox. She's gonna climb him. Yeah, just climb. <laughs> acrobatics, okay. Where's she going? Ow, 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 ow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a ten. A ten? Yeah. I I would say the initial journey is um. Oh, sorry, eleven. I can't do math. Still, the initial journey is not very successful and is painful, but Brick gets the hint and is able to kind of, like, help you up and kind of push now, like, you wherever you want to go. telekinetically shove her up in the air and, like, have, and kind of move into place and have her land on my shoulder. Sure. Uh oh So you start to climb up Brick and you get a little... Okay, there are definitely some fox yelps happening while she's hoisted <laughs> <laughs> in the air. <laughs> so intimidating. Might okay. I suggest the door? Oh, I would assume they were already outside, but... Yeah, I think oh, we are already okay. outside. Yeah. 
Okay. Pope walks so, away from the door. If they notice, if he notices any of the kids look out the door, he's gonna point at them with his sword. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are definitely an interesting group, and they would be interested to watch you go. But you're all kind of walking by, and Zon just like quickly whips around, and you hear some squeals and scampering as they dart back inside. <laughs> so, you are still currently in the slums. The ground is a bit dirty and mucky. You still feel like there's some old flagstones underneath it. There's some solidity. Um, where are you all heading? Back to the inn, I assume? Yes, we need to... Uh... Well, you guys need to get the room set up. And what the hell are you gonna do? I'm gonna let... I'm gonna give you guys whatever my portion is and let you pay for it so they can't change the price after I go inside. Oh, that's right. Is so there, the out of character. Is there a way we could, like, disguise you or something? I will not tell who I am. I mean, more power to you. It's him, except Zahn does not hide. <laughs> Unless I need to hide. Then I will hide, but I do not hide. So you all head. Hand. You all he, you all head to the inn. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, you all go back to the Underhill Inn, uh, walking under the hill. You go inside and you see ah. the uh, the halfling woman is still there tending to the bar, and she sees you all come back in. and Goes, ah, welcome back. So, have you said so? Bleh, sorry. So, have you decided on a room or not? Uh, yep. Gone is outside for this. <laughs> uh, I, I believe two, three rooms? We didn't decide on this. I believe it was three rooms were requested. Three rooms! Alright. Uh, just for the one night. Aye? Uh, yes? Week! One night. To start. One night? Be a silver per room? Ah. Gold. I believe the missus there said something about a gold coin. She's kind of pointing at Kasumi. Munch, munch, She's munch. Oh, that's right. You're sorry. So strike that. I forgot about that part. Uh, gold. Well, thank you kindly. Uh, give me just a mo. She takes the coin and uh, goes, puts it in a little box behind the, the counter, and she reaches up, and you see there's like a pegboard with a bunch of uh, room keys. There's three levels of it. She kind of looks up and grabs three keys that are hanging next to each other. These are on the first floor up, right beside each other. Figured you'd want to be coined in near each other, I'd assume. Yes, but, thank yeah. you. Here you are. She hands the, the keys out. She she also has to kind of reach over the bar to, to get your key to you, Pez. Um, thank you. We serve meals. Mostly throughout the day, uh, not so much 
after evening times. Once the fire's out, fire's out, but the mead flows freely, usually. For free? Welcome to... Not for free, but freely. We have plenty. Oh. Okay, just making sure, because... Good try, though. I like you. <laughs> Thank you. What are we just talking about stealing? <laughs> In any case, welcome to Underhill Inn. Can I get you anything else for the mo? Uh... No. I don't think so. You, uh, th this is a animal-friendly inn, right? Well, of course. I see your fluffy little friend there. He's a cutie. Yeah, don't, don't stick your finger out. He, he might bite it off. Ah, a bit of a boiter. Understood. I gotta fly in my room. Fuck off. No, they're assholes. Um. <laughs> well, enjoy your stay. I've got other tasks need to be doing. She begins uh, walking down the bar from where you are to someone that's been, like, very, like, drunkenly waving his arm at her. <laughs> As I <Yeah>. day. <laughs> And? Fair it's mid-afternoon somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brick's going to turn to the group. What are our plans now? Well, we, uh, we have some time before... Course. We have some time before we're needed. Uh, the cart is being serviced. So, it is currently, if I have this right, the 18th or 19th of Myos. Uh, it is the 18th. <clears throat> okay, I think 18th. It's the 18th. okay. 18th of Myos. <clears throat> so, it's about um, the wedding's on the 15th. I assume we want to be there a few days ahead of time, so we have about 22 days before we need to be in town for the wedding. And then another 32 days, uh, so, and then it's 32 days uh, before we need to be back in the Silver City uh, to see what Quip has for us. Kip has for us. Uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I have it written somewhere. Kazumi's gonna hop down off of uh, Brick's shoulder and onto like the countertop, mm -hmm. and then she's gonna shapeshift back into her female form, just kind of like sitting on the edge of it. Well, one thing that would be very important to me is finding a way to secure the gold. As Think as you that. say that, you hear from down the counter uh, the halfling, "Get your arse off me, counter!" She like looks <laughs> over and she gets like a smirk. Me. <laughs> Don't make me get me rolling pin. I'll beat you. <laughs> I want to see this do it. <laughs> she just gives him a little smirk and then she just like hops down. Just like Don't straightens out her kimono. It. She like gets some pointing at you, grabs a wooden mug and just starts like angrily wiping it. <laughs> so, yeah. so we need a safe. For the wagon. Some way to store this, because I would like to go shopping, but not with a heavy coin purse. I, I wish that there was like some sort of bag that could hold all of this. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking of uh, some sort of magical enchantment, probably be expensive, 
but one that was tied to the safe where we could each have a bag where we just where we and only we can reach into those bags and pull out whatever coin amount we want from that safe. Oh, like an interdimensional teleportation bag of from chest. To that bag. sounds very in depth. You all kind of like look at books. Pez, who just said like three four syllable words in a row, and it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, expensive, um, but useful. So we need to find someone that's adept with the arcane magic. Well, we already know that um, Alan fellow, Otis, I believe. Though he yes. did seem quite busy. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that we have the ability to summon him, do we? I don't think so. You can go to him. Then again, we do have another magical being who we haven't talked to in a while. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Kip's any good at chanting. I mean, I, I, I was more talking about us rubbing a rock. In... He's really good at putting mirrors on... Scarecrows. <laughs> also, I don't believe our um, merchant friend travels outside of his own domain. Oh, Venera, I mean... does he? DM what I know. Uh, you haven't tried yet. You can try. I'll try. Pull out the rock. Give it, a, give it a squeeze, a little bit of rub. Okay. Uh, you say the word, squeeze the rock, it grows warm in your hand, it slowly cools. Well, that should be interesting. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see if uh, Mr. the Coyote uh, likes to come up here. Hmm. Anything else? I was thinking of a, uh, mayhaps adding a, some sort of tinker's workshop for myself and Pez. Okay. I'm sure we could do that. Yeah. I wanted to shop for trinkets and stuff, but once again, I'm nervous that my gold is going to be taken from me. I mean, I could... Find a place in the cart that'll hide. Ooh, I know a place actually. Um, so you you know when Zahn was really mean to Snail and he threw him in the uh the, the ice box area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, th there's a box inside of that area that we could shove all of our stuff in. We we could have like a daily allowance and like just hide everything in there. Change the little knob where that room is disappeared and uh, it should be safe. We can also and always just ask the uh, Swobolds just add a, a regular lockbox. I mean, Keep that track too. of how much each of us have. But lockboxes are easy to unlock. Yes, they we'll are. Put it in, we can still put it in the food chamber as a way to block it off. Yeah. How far away is the uh, workshop from where we are? Uh, it's you know that it's roughly across town and out the western gate. It's maybe a f five to fifteen minute walk, depending on if it, the streets are crowded. 
Okay. It took you quite a bit of time to get through because of all the people uh, gathering around to look at the wagon. And then when you were trying to come back in, there was still a, a hefty crowd trying to get a look at it. So you were sort of fighting your way through. And it, it did take you a minute to get back across to where the inn was. But um, yeah, you, you would guess anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes. Okay. We want to go now? Yeah. I'm, I'll go with you if no one else does. Do we want to add anything else to our list of requests? I feel like we're going to be here for a couple of days, at least. Mm-hmm. A I good nap and a good drink? <laughs> <laughs> I require neither of those. <laughs> Alright. So Onwards! You all head to the wooden hammer? Mm-hmm. Okay. The walk out the door and Zon's still in either. So what are we doing? That way. Oh, okay. We're going to go talk to the big kobolds. We are requesting the installation of uh, money safe so that we do not have a repeat of today's events. We see something. I swore I had one of those. Oh, I do. Okay. Zon, like, I guess while Zon was outside, the non-magical rope that he had, he was pulling a string out of it to uh, hang his money thing around his neck. (laughs) So... You were taking apart your rope to make a a necklace that I could put my money pouch in. Like this? Yes, literally like what she's got right there. I got a penis. Wouldn't that be like a huge sack? You're going to have a strong neck. (laughs) Exactly. Talk about painting the neck. (laughs) I got a strong neck. So with with how long you all... With how long you all stayed in there, you come back out and Zahn has a... You, you at first took out like a little string and then you thought, no, nah, that's kind of heavy. And you get a longer one. And then you're like, I'm just going to use the rope. So you make a loop with the rope and you've got your money pouch and it's big and banging against your chest. But yeah, it's it's hanging there. And you've lost maybe five feet of the rope just from your messing around. I have a magical one. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. So, you all head to the wooden hammer. Uh, Mm -hmm. It only takes you five to ten minutes or so. Uh, The crowds have pretty much dispersed uh, from earlier in the day, and uh, people are milling about. You are kind of weird, but you're not quite as noticeable without a two-story house on wheels moving through the town. Uh, And eventually you do get back to the western gate, and you see that your your home is there. And um, the... uh, Polly, the one that you had seen wearing the uh, the, woodwork, the woodworking gear, is currently on the roof and is kind of tapping lightly in places with his hammer while uh, Frankie is already in his shop and you can hear the clanging of metal and the, the billows pumping as he's working. That's very fast. What ho! You see Polly look up at the hailing and 
he lifts a hand, waves at you, and then he just jumps off and kind of lands in a half squat and goes, Hello, hello. Welcome back. Good hunting. Yes, yes. Definitely. Oh, good. It's a bit disappointing. You didn't get they to, to the money. children. Oh. Let me take any hands. Can't eat Sorry. the children. No, no. That's it's bad. Not true. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's. You be careful. Yes. <laughs> Talking about animals. <laughs> so. Looked at the wagon. Yes, yes. You have name for. Her. Maybe. Make name. And he kind of like gestures over, gestures over the, the door. Put nice big pretty plaque right there with name. Right there. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, structure. Very good. And he's pointing at Yuzon. Very good. Very well done. Needs a little bit more. Uh, other side. Big boof. But uh, we fix. We fix. Um, Frankie already working on structural bits. And you hear the clang, clang. Uh, so... I should be maybe 150, 200 to fix. No problem. Uh, actually, no. You provide metal for Frankie. He told me, bad poly. Um, he say 75 gold for, for fixes because you have materials. Very good. Yes, yes. You can work with us. We also had a, a few requests to add. Ooh, requests. Frankie! You hear the hammering stop, and uh, the other uh, Swolbold comes out, and he's got his dark goggles on. He goes, what? They have a request. Come here. So he, like, pulls the goggles up, pops on his head, legs over. Request? Yes. Good. What, what? Uh, first of all, uh, to prevent what happened today with our money, we would uh, request a, a safe be installed of, or a lockbox of some sort. I can do. Protect. Yes. You see Frankie and, nodding uh, his head. How big? Perhaps. Big one, little one. Uh, I kind of look at the group. Why don't you just have him make one for each of us that is a little smaller? That's a good idea. It's much so easier to make one big one than mending little ones. Lots of working parts. Um, could you make it about three and a half feet tall? Yes. And maybe the same bit wide? A big cube? Big box. Um, you have materials already. Plenty of materials. You have lots of shinies. Me like. Um, me say... 150? That sounds fair. It's for labor. You have all iron I need. Is this fine? That seems very fair. Can, so good. Can you make sure that it's... A little bit spacious because, again, I, I I don't know what those two knuckleheads are thinking of. Because I mean, a three and a half cube—that's just inside. I, inside. They they might three. shove me inside. Bah! You're fit easy. And yeah, just make sure it's a little bit roomy and comfy, just in case. We'll see what I can do. Thank you. Again, uh, Pez is three foot one. <laughs> kind of lock yourself in the safe and do a, uh, oh, what's the old Duck, Mc, Duck McScrooge dive into the money? Scrooge <laughs> makes duck. Adorable. Thank you. Duck McScrooge. Uh, <laughs> duck McScrooge. 
I never watched that cartoon. It was before my then time. Don't reference it. <laughs> um, also, we were wondering, um, I don't know exactly where we would put it at the moment, but uh, perhaps some sort of uh, tinker's workshop. Workshop. Could do, could do. Um, and now um, Polly is speaking up. You have room upstairs, not used. Bunch of crap in it. Could put in there. As long as no one else has any objections. How, how big is how big is that room? Oh wait, you actually I think you tagged this, didn't you? How uh, big that I, room I, is ish. Don't take the measurements to heart. That's more general layout. It's a pretty decently sized room. It's a little bit bigger than the guest room where uh, Pez had assumed the position before. Uh and which one is it? Is it the it's, sorry, I'm looking at it. It's the one across from the library. So okay, it's, it's top left if you're looking at that image. Yeah, that could probably work. What's the uh, small one between the bedroom and the library? It's just a, it's just a, it's a, that little hallway where the bird cages were. Right, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I cannot provide the materials for your tinkering, but can make very good workbench. Very solid, very sturdy, no break. Is there any possible way of, like, having a, a little forge or something? Because, again, I'd, I might need to make some ammunition. It would be tricky to have inside home. Very hot. That might be something we need to talk to um, an enchanter about. Maybe add to the magic. We cannot enchant. Can make very good, though. Anything uh, else? Uh, Safe Tinker's bench. Yes. Um, Zahn's gonna point up to like a center point on the top of it. Can you make the um? What is the word? Uh, a harpoon launcher on top, so that if uh, Zakat seems to uh, fall onto a side or need to be pulled somewhere. We can write Zakat. You see them both in the same motion turn to look up and both scratch their little chin <laughs> in the same motion. And in unison they go, Kandu. Is possible. Yes. I make it... Swirvel, you make cannon. And the, uh, then uh, Frankie will look to Polly and go, I make the head, you make the shaft. Kandu. Such is something that I would uh, think would be very useful just in case. It's a good challenge. Would be fun. Yes, sir. Um, I know you are repairing the structural integrity and all of that. Um, is there anything you can do about the, uh, the astronomy tower, the uh, telescope? Or would we need a specialist no. for that? <laughs> we are not that good with glass. No. Glass. It breaks. Understood. Any recommendations? Nope. Very well. No glassmakers here. No sand. He kind of like points around everywhere and there's dirt and grass and big rocks. Heads uh, down. sand. <laughs> I miss how coarse and rough it is and how it gets <laughs> everywhere. 
We should have brought some with us. Eric and Skywalker's arch nemesis. They both look at each other, nod and go, desert. Can you, could you build him a, a sandbox? Small sandbox. Can make box, no sand. No, no, so we, we can acquire the sand. sand. Yes, make it make it like a, um, inside the, the main room, like, next to the door. Uh, like you a see, small... You see Polly kind of scratching the back of his head. I have spare wood. Yes. <laughs> make, it, make it like, uh, Zon's gonna look Pez, measure him. Just <laughs> like... like like visualize in head mm. make it like this big mm. <laughs> just like just give, don't even tell him a number just like this <laughs> let's see what do could you put it by a window yeah. are y'all trying to make a litter box for me <laughs> no that. I just would like to have a way where you can bring your favorite terrain with you yeah and possibly sleep in hey, look <laughs> I'm not some sort of ancient creature called a chinchilla that just burrows and rolls around in dirt. You're not. You yes, right? you are. <laughs> I'm confused. That is exactly what you do. I think they are crazy. They're little nuts, but they pay. Hmm? <laughs> I have a really oh, stupid no. question out of character. <laughs> yeah. If Pez were to be standing in a sandbox... Does it count as favorite? <laughs> no! <laughs> we just need to get a wheelbarrow with some sand and pull him with us as he stands in it. I've got a jaw of dead. I've got a jaw of oh, sand. <laughs> yeah, it's like Davy Jones on that little tiny island. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I'm in the fucking water. <laughs> That's going I for. Just, I just got to point no. out for, now that you brought that scene up. Someone had the idea. I was like, well, how do we have this meeting? Well... We could put buckets of water down and you could step into them. And then at some point, Davy Jones went, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, you know what, just standing near the ocean. Well, um, <laughs> it seems like, is there any, does anybody else have any other things that they would want to add? I mean, I, I was pretty fine with the layout, the aesthetics. I mean, like, as long as y'all don't take care or take out any of the charm. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I kind of like the vibe it gives off. If you're not changing much, so I think the biggest thing if you're changing is your Tinkerbell station. Indeed. Uh, do leave uh, some room for possibly a forge, because if we do find an enchanter who can make one that's safe for a wooden cart, we'll be back to install one. We'll see what do. They and both, feel they both then look towards uh, Kasumi and Venera, who have not really asked for anything yet. Anything for pretty ladies? I would rather go and forage through little shops for what I'm looking for. What to look for, they ask in unison. Um, trinkets. Um... Incense, um, symbols of Shenshay. Yeah. Just little things. They both kind of look at each other. Shenshay. Dragon. Noodle. Yes. Okay. Zan's gonna like poke Kasumi and like, you know, you know, the islands in the Nightly Kingdoms, right? 
Yes, I understand, but there are people, Takatari people, everywhere. Judges Takatari? Yes. How? I don't many... acknowledge her. <laughs> how, how many people from my neck of the dirt is, is, are there? Um, they kind of look at each other, both shrug. More than two? <laughs> but less than I'll... ten. <laughs> that that's more than the both of you. So, all right. Um. Well, thank you very much for hearing out our changes. Um, how long do you think this may take? Not as um, if we are in any rush. But they both um look at each other and uh, they begin speaking in a very. Actually, hold on a second. We will hold. I'm checking things. If we had a sponsor, this is where their insert would go. Um, Pez, I think you are the only one that speaks Orcish, correct? That is correct. You hear them speaking in Orcish. The rest of you hear guttural grunts and kind of clicking noises and generally unintelligible. Um, they're kind of speaking about like what needs to be done and who needs to do what. And uh, eventually they look back and they say, two, three days tops. We are very good, very fast. That's I believe. Well, uh, thank you very much for your time. I think we need to uh, do a little shopping and some other things that can probably be taken care of before we come visit you. We will check back in two days and worst case, three days. Very good. Lady with tails, um, look for little grocer in town. Might have what you want. Okay. Little man, bit new, very nice. Okay, we get to work. Goodbye, go. They both start like <laughs> shooing you away from the outside to their shop. Bye, it's Peter Sam. I'm curious as to how they uh, know that language, but that could be a question for next time we uh, meet them. They were speaking a language? Oh, yeah. Y'all didn't hear it? No. So, so I guess that question would also be accurate to ask you how do you know that language? Look, when, when you grow up being terrified of orcs and raids and mm -hmm. orcish raids... You learn to pick up a few words and sentences, like, I'm gonna kill you. So, without sounding too much like the, um, the ass of smart, would that not be probably a good thing to assume how I know it? I mean, I don't know if orcs tack up in here. Well, they may not be. Did you ask if, if they've always lived here? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You never know. I, mean, I'm, I, I don't know where folk like me come from. Hell, for, for a couple of years, I thought I was a dragonborn that was just stunted at growth. Fascinating. <laughs> so... We have... What to do here now? I think, didn't they not say something about Zagrosher? And... Mm -hmm. We don't need to see anybody else in town, do we? I mean, 
Brick and I, if we want to uh, look for a, a a magic dude, we we can. I think they said they don't have any of those. No, that was um. Glassmaker. It's a glassmaker, yes. Maybe it's a grocer, I may know. Especially if it's a, somebody who sells things. I mean, that, Onward. it's a starting spot. Starting. St mm. Onward. <laughs> Onward! <laughs> Deli <-ho. laughs> Okay. So you all head on into town takes you a little bit that the town is uh, fairly decently sized um, but stopping a passerby to ask directions eventually you get led towards a, uh, a quaint little shop uh, from the outside the it appears to be a normal shop items are displayed in the windows with little signs advertising daily deals and what are uh, what's freshly in stock uh, in the window just to the left of the door is a display of potion bottles, candies, and knick-knacky type items advertised as NBC goods. Um, you kind of peer through the window and inside you see that there's a, a little waiting area with a windowed counter with uh, looks like maybe some bread and bakery goods on display. Um, do you all head inside, I assume, to... Mm -hmm. Okay, so you... Is on sick, sick of sitting outside. <laughs> Oh, so Zahn actually goes inside now. Okay. Uh, good. Uh, oh, so you, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you head inside, and there's a, uh, a little handbell with a sign that says, Ring once for service. Uh, behind the counter, you see rows of ceiling-high shelves with rolling ladders attached to the top, much like the ones that you have in the library of the wagon. Um, but it seems like most of the shop is behind the counter where you are not able to really get too easily and you're in more like a, a little waiting area up in front Kasumi's gonna start looking around if she anything catches her eye anything you know shiny that looks familiar it's kind of hard to see most of what's available um, there are a few things on display that look like they were new once but they're meant to be a display. Like maybe there's like a slight defect in it. And it's like, well, this isn't worth selling. So I'm going to set it here as like an advertisement. Uh, you had seen a few uh, bottles in the front window with the little display. Um, but most of the materials that you're able to see from here, uh, this appears to be more of a general store where there's a little bit of everything scattered around. Uh, there's some food, there's like climbing gear. You can see some little spurs and some of the... Um, uh, like climbing anchors. Um, so it seems like there's a, a fair bit to look around at. Well, if you were able to get behind the counter. All of it's behind the counter, though? Mm-hmm. Is there a bell to ring to get the... Yes, so there there is a little bell on the counter that says ring once for service. Can I reach it? Yes. <laughs> the bell rings and seems to echo down the uh the the shelves your small voice go just a minute you hear the little like look down at this i look down at the sign and see uh it says it only says ring once for service right correct i look at pez wonder what happens if you ring it twice yeah let's not find out 
<laughs> As I Rick slowly puts his hand down. The song's just gonna chuckle. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> um after a moment you see uh a little male gnome come running down from between the shelves. Uh he seems relatively young compared to the other gnomes that you'd seen. Uh, he has slicked back brown hair with a large nose and a gloriously large curled mustache. Uh, he has a white button-up shirt, um, and you've never seen clothes like this before, but for those of us here in, you know, the normal world, he's wearing brown overalls. But, uh, and he has fingerless gloves on and a pair of brown leather shoes. And he finally gets up to you all and he goes, Ah, welcome to the little grocer, how can I help you today? And you see him, like, as he's speaking, he's, like, getting up and, like, getting a little step stool so he can actually be, like, above the counter to talk to you all. <laughs> you all oh, look like new faces browsing. here. Welcome. Mm -hmm. We're browsing. Seeing what you have. He kind of looks behind him. Not really a place for browsing, but you tell me what you want and I can tell you if I got it. Do you have incense? Oh, for sure. What kind you want? You got a smell you're looking for, laddie? Lassie. Sorry. Um, it's been a day. <laughs> dragon's breath? Ooh, for the finer palate. That might take me a bit. That's free. Ooh, that's high and in the back. And he's already pulling out a little notepad and taking notes. Is that all you're here to look for today, I? Um, do me a favor, can you find any incense in pine? Ah, I thought you'd have a challenge for me. Scribbles down again. But surely I do. Hmm. Are there any, um... Gotta remember how to pronounce it. Um... Does Brick know how to pronounce it? <laughs> Does Zeke know how to pronounce it? That, yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> Here. Are there any, um, Aslan scents? Popular. Aslan scents. He kind of puts his elbow on the counter and starts to think. Well. Short answer, not really. Um, I've got things made of Aslan gold. Nothing particularly of an Aslan scent. I mean, with her I dragon mean, scent, it's more kind of burnt and crispy, kind of like a campfire. It's very nice, though. I'd be very interested to see anything you have from Aslan. Depends on how deep your pockets are. I'm not going to go back into the back and climb up those shelves just to let you look. Pull out what? 300 gold and slam it on the table. I will go grab some things. <laughs> <laughs> anything else before I make me trip? To the high heavens. Is there a reason why you don't have your inventory out here? Pickpockets. Me own paranoia, really. Gives me something to do. Keeps me sprightly. Seems, seems a bit difficult to shop when you don't really know what to look for, you know? Uh, that's, that's not always true. To be so. fair, most people that come in here know exactly what they want. Oh. <laughs> yes, but I came in here to see what was available. 
I see what you're saying. But I'm not going to redo me whole bloody shop just for you, lassie. Oh, not saying that. I'm just, you, you understand. I get it. Sometimes oh, you just want to browse. That's a shame. There's other mm. shops. Perhaps <laughs> a list. <laughs> what was that? I, I said, perhaps a list. Oh, I have a list going. No, like a, a, a big Oh, list shit. Of... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I thought he was being sarcastic. I know. It's... Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he kind of thinks that... Cat kind of looks out the window as some girl starts screaming. Um, <laughs> a catalog. It's not a bad idea. Kind of makes a little note at the bottom <laughs> of his list. Um, do you... Zahn's going to pray. Do you have anything of, uh, Takatari nature? We've got a few things of jade coming from Harpermere. No one really wants that here. Don't know why I bought it. I want but... it. <laughs> sure. All right. Sam <laughs> <laughs> was just like... <laughs> Kasumi just like... <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. I'll say it. <laughs> um, do, do you have anything from down south? As in, Emerald Point? Uh, the, uh, what, the, the, the place where I come from. He's the like desert. gestures with his pencil mm -hmm. and his pad. I don't even know your names. <laughs> we are the Tempests. All of you are called Tempest. Nine. Is that a weird nine. family name? Nine. No, no. I, I am Zahn. Brick. Oh, oh, I'm Eddie. Nice to meet you. Tell you what, oh, I'll let you think about now. more of what you're wanting. I'll go and see what I can dig up from this. He steps down his little ladder and he starts plapping around down the shelves and kind of like looks up and goes, <sighs> he goes way <laughs> on down and you just hear the rolling sound of a ladder come. <sighs> Do you need help? No, I've got it. I I have no idea, but like deep down in my soul, I don't like him. <laughs> this seems perfectly fine to me. I usually hate most people from this country. There's, there's just something about him. It's just I don't like him. Do you think he's done? Do you think that he's cohorting and you know keeping sand from you? Look, enough about the sand. It's just something sure? else. Are you sure? Yes, I'm, I'm, I am positive. You're positive. Like, 100% it has nothing to do with sand. It has nothing to do with sand. How about dirt? Will, could it be dirt? I will put you in the dirt. I don't know. I think you're probably going before me. We'll go in like together. Oh. As long as we take a bath together. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's, let's, you can take your own bath alone. I'm perfectly fine. Take my own bath. My time has come. Dirt baths don't count. I'll look at, uh, Kasumi. Is it just me, or have we encountered a lot of the folk of smaller variety today? <laughs> Are you just saying that everyone that we've met today is extremely short? 
Yes. Well, Z Zahn's gonna put his hands on his hips. <laughs> I wouldn't say it'd be any more than usual, but everyone is short compared to you. Well, you're average. In this form. Fair point. Um, <laughs> yeah, just an observation. I'm just not fond of his shop style. I was thinking more like market style where everything is out to see so you know what's available and you can just kind of, ow, you can just kind of peruse. I'm being attacked from underneath the table, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking Spider-Man underneath the table. What are you doing? Spider-Cat. So... Spider-Cat. So did you think to possibly ask him if there is something like that here i well to be honest he was a bit off-putting so i was gonna just say i was gonna get the incense and call it there but then he mentioned jade and i couldn't why? help myself why am i the only one at ease in here i'm at ease <laughs> i quite like him i don't okay. all i'm saying is if also I i've I find it strange that we are um, critiquing his fear of stealing when we ourselves have just been victims of that today. Hmm? Oh, I'm not critiquing his fear of having things taken from him. I just, it's difficult to shop when you don't know what is available and you're just supposed to think out of nowhere what you want think you're being picky I don't think so what do you think Venera I don't think I'm being picky we all have different shopping styles is all mm. <laughs> I just know from where I'm from they usually have days where everyone in town will go through their belongings and take out things that they don't want anymore and set them out on a table and they just walk through town and kind of look at everything and sometimes you find something interesting that someone else has and and where I'm from we go to other countries and steal people's shit but we're not in my country right now um <laughs> well <laughs> We, we kind of have something like that down in my neck of the woods, uh, like estate sales where whenever anyone dies, we just like sell off all their stuff and mm -hmm. I'm like, it kind of happens every now and then. To me, it's like treasure it hunting. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, it's like treasure hunting to me. I don't know. It's it's exciting. Well, you can always come back after he's close. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not going to do that. If you want, I'm pretty sure Brick could leave a little, Ooh. and uh, it, it could fly around, take stock, and see what like secret things he's hiding. Because again, something that short is hiding a lot of stuff behind a tall counter. Hmm. Yes. I mean, that's up to you guys. I'm fine with just the jade and incense 
we're going to be doing a lot of traveling, so I don't need to find special trinkets right away. All right. Hmm. I kind of right. just look in the back. Um, <laughs> Awkwardly. <laughs> I, I was letting you guys finish with that. Uh, it takes him a few minutes, but eventually he comes back. And he has um, uh, an arm full of boxes. Uh, there's some bigger ones, some smaller ones. Um, he sets them down on the ground, and he takes up the smaller ones, and he sits them up on the counter as high as he can reach. And he picks up the other one, and you can see him kind of like awkwardly under one arm, like climb up his little step stool and sit it down. He goes, all right, so apologies for the wait. And he pulls out the smaller box and flips it open. You've got yourself an assortment of incense here. There's little cube ones, ones on sticks. You can, whew, it's a lot of stairs. You can take a whiff, pick your choice. I'd say they're about five copper a piece. How many are there, DM? Uh, there's like 20 to 30 in there of differing scents and sizes. Zon. <laughs> Can Zon just sniff and pick out whatever, like, ten of which that are very decent to good smelling? Sure. Uh, there, there's a few of them. There's there's some that smelled like a pine that was requested. There's some that have the scent of a, uh, like, a roaring campfire. You've got that nice charcoal smell to it. Um, Zon, you, you find a few that have a, a strange uh, freshness to it that's just makes you feel like you're back home in the, like, fresh-powdered snow. Um, and Pez, even you, as you're kind of sitting there watching him, like, sniff through, you catch whiff of one that's kind of a cactusy scent. Cactus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so however much you want to spend on those, you're more than welcome. They, uh, they are about... Five copper each? Five copper piece, yes. Uh -oh. Um... He looks up at you then, Brick, and kind of motions you closer as he's kind of... <laughs> um, he pulls out a long, skinny box and a smaller box about yay big. Uh, the smaller one he opens up first, and inside is a gorgeous gold uh, pocket watch with a chain attached to it. And it's all... It's, it's, it's weird... Because you you've seen the stop the the um the the watches you found on the cart it's nice and round and it's it's a bit patina because of its age, but this stopwatch is round but angular, in its design it's a little odd. Almost but it, like, almost like a hexagon or something. Kind of, uh, okay. it's like if you were to look at it quickly, it would look round, but then you notice that it's actually like got the different angled ridges kind of going around, but it, it is uh, almost uh, octagonal, mm. I should say. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. okay, I gotcha, gotcha. But uh, on the, it's it's already popped open. The hands are not currently moving. It has not been wound, um, but it is it is a very, very nice uh, pocket watch. It says, this right here, 600 gold pieces. Damn, damn near indestructible, though. And won't you wind it? I've been told it'll last you about a month before you have to wind it again. Over here! And he, the much longer box, flips it open. This is from a famous astronomer across the seas. And you see, like the stopwatch, it's semi-round, but very angular. It's a telescope. And this is um, 
made of mostly iron, but the bands where it collapses into is that beautiful Aslan gold. Uh, this right here. Oil, will be honest with you, dropped it on by accident when I first picked it up. Nary a scratch on it, didn't even have to try. This thing's damn near indestructible as far as my reckoning. Looking at about uh, 700 gold pieces. Apart from that, you, feisty little lady, and he points at you, Kasumi, and the other box he opens up, uh, there's a collection of jade figurines. Um, different types of uh, dinosaurs. Uh, there's one that looks kind of like a velociraptor, the one that looks like a really big wolf, um, and just a various assortment. Uh, these were pawned off to me by a traveler popping on through. Didn't think anyone ever would want them. Put them nice and high back in the corner. I'll let you have the set. 200 gold pieces, get it off me hands. Okay. Excellent. Any oh, other takers? Yes, ma'am. How much of the dragon's breath incense would you say? Like, oh. gold coin breath. He kind of uh, points over to the box that Zahn is still sniffing through. And he gestures to uh, one area where there's a few cubes and a few of the uh, sticks. And uh, you can tell that these are the ones that he's gesturing because they're much darker than the others. Uh, some of them are green, red. These ones are black. You've got the lot there. I can't really count from this area, but I'd say anywhere from 20 to 30 maybe for the lot of them. They all like burn about the same amount of time. It's, it's more your personal preference if you want to light the cube and throw it in a little cup or something, or you've got the little stick holder, whichever is your preference. I'll just take all that you have in Dragon's Breath. Oh. Just a mo. And he kind of pulls the box away from you, Zon, as you're uh, catching sense, and he's counting them up. Uh, that's 30 and 5. Be 150. Uh, no. Your math is wrong. 30 and 5 is 150. Right. I'm, I'm trying, I was going to say 100 gold pieces. Like, that is not right. Um, <laughs> we'll say one silver 50 copper for the lot. Okay. Oh, that's right. I've that, already... That's just for the dragon's breath. And so she agrees to that. He takes them all out, shoves the box back towards you, Zon, and he begins uh, kind of collecting everything. He wraps the incense, the. Um, he wraps the, uh, got him, wraps the cubes <laughs> in a little uh, cloth sack, and uh, he kind of gets uh, some uh, paper and wraps up the sticks to kind of keep them together, but not um, crush them or anything. And he sets those on atop the, uh, the closed box of little jade figurines. So that would be uh, 200 gold, one silver, and 50 copper for you. Um, yep. Do you have any coffee? Or, I mean, I, I guess y'all probably don't know what that is. It, it's bean juice. You, you have any of that? Well, I've got plenty of coffee. Oh, is there a you particular, do know what coffee is. Uh, particular type you like? I'm Black. changing this dude's voice up left and right. Good God. <laughs> I want the strongest stuff you have. How much? Yes. All right, and he kind of oh, gets and, down his and, ladder. I okay. It, you have any leaf juice? 
Am I saying that right, Kasumi? Oh, tea. Yeah, that stuff. Leaf juice. I've got a little bit of tea. Haven't had a supply come in in a bit. You got the flavor you want. Uh, Kasumi, what, what, what would you recommend? Hmm. I'm a fan of chai myself. But I'm also open to any other type of herb mixture you might have. Let me see what I can get. And he shuffles off. He doesn't go as far this time. He actually just kind of goes to the end of one of the shelves and you see him just grab a big burlap sack. It sort of like half falls over and he just starts like, eh, 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 eh. He's like dragging it towards the front. It's about as big as he is. Um, but Pez, with, with the movement of this bag, you get you get that glorious coffee bean whiff. You're just, Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Pezza, you've been to so he sort of drink? leans that up against the back of the the counter and goes that'll cost you a gold piece right there done <laughs> I'll be back with the teas and he's already kind of like hands on his hips kind of huffing puffing he's kind of looking at his the end caps of his shelves and he disappears around the corner for a second hey DM hmm just so I have this straight, your coin conversion is in hundreds. Uh, qu- hundreds, not tens. Correct. Okay. Because I'm lazy and I don't like trying to do the math. Okay. I was just I was just making sure because um, I thought I thought I thought it was normally in things of ten, not a hundred. So I was just making sure. I can always swap it if it's easier for you guys. I don't know. Nope. You do what you want. I was about to say that makes me a lot richer. No, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was second guessing. Well, actually, now now that I think about it, D&D Beyond won't convert it properly. So we may need to go to the uh, 10 coin version just for ease of D&D Beyond. Well, copper is 100, silver is 10, electrum is 2, gold is gold, and platinum is 10. Right, but if you were to subtract 50 copper, it would theoretically take five silver as well potentially is what i'm getting at whatever the prices i said just go with that for now and i'll have to revisit because i i totally forgot that that was a thing i was immediately going into like american currency and how we do it in our hundreds no you're good i was just because i was trying to figure out okay i have a bunch of numbers on my screen and i was just trying to get it down to like one currency <laughs> so i was yeah. like how can do, i get rid do, of some of this do other the money? basic D D conversions there it's in tens okay that's yeah okay Uh, all right so leaf juice right uh so after a little bit of time he comes back and he's got uh looks like a stack of three boxes that he's carrying with him uh doesn't seem to be struggling with these these seem to be fairly light and he sets them up there and he goes i have the black got some green I believe, uh... I actually don't know what this one is, to be perfectly honest with you. Chartreuse. (laughs) Kasumi's gonna lean up and just take a big, like, sniff of that box. It is chai. I'm not much of a tea drinker myself. Bought them on a whim. Lots of people want it. I would say... uh, I would say... For their rarity, 
20 copper per sachet. For one, one gold? Wait, math. I don't know what a sachet is. <clears throat> one of the things you dip into the water. Oh, tea bag. Okay. Yeah. Wait, 20 gold per no, tea bag? No, co copper. Copper. Oh, okay, I was copper. like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, um, I'll buy, like, a gold piece worth. Of the, just this one? The chai. That one. Looks inside, it just closes the lid, adds it to your pile. Anything else the rest of you might want? Um, Have I'm you decided they're big to, fella? I'm going to put an assortment of... Um, it's going to be in a, It's going to be all of my copper uh, and the majority of my silver and then the rest is made up by gold, but it's, it's going to equal to... I, I think he said three and seven, so it's going to be a thousand. Uh, I believe I said six for the watch, didn't I? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's gonna it's gonna add up to the total. Um, so that'd be thirteen hundred so nine... gold for the telescope and the watch. Seven hundred plus six hundred is thirteen hundred. You're correct. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So, gotta get rid of all of this. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna buy both of them and I'll do the math. Oh well, big spenders. Happy to have Zon your patronage. Zon will slide his 50 copper over the counter. <laughs> <laughs> Take 10 blocks of incense. Big business. Big expenses. <laughs> big expenses. <laughs> um, one, one other question for me. Um, you wouldn't happen to know of any magical kind of person who could make magical kind of things for like magical uses kind of leans on the counter again and kind of strokes his, his bare chin starts to twiddle with his mustache not that I can think of not in this town no <laughs> they're more of the rough and tumble type out here swords bows any firearms no, not that I can think of. Hmm. That sort of thing I'd expect from the major kingdom cities. Not one of us outliers. Interesting. Have firearms up in the kingdom. Huh. Alright. Well, if that's all you've got, and the door opens behind you and a lady with uh, two children in tow comes in. If that's all you're buying, I do have another customer to, to attend to. Uh, we will take that uh, Brick, you might want to help uh, Pez with the bag. Uh, you might also want to help um, Miss, Mr. Eddie with the bag. I'll just pick it up. Oh, yeah, you, you were able to lean over the counter just grab the whole thing. You see him as he's collecting the other things. Show off. <laughs> All right. So you make your way out with your purchases, feeling fairly pleased. Uh, I bought so much today. Very nice day. I really don't like that gnome. 
<laughs> he gave you a bag of your coffee. Yeah, I know, but still, there's just something in me. I hate him. <laughs> Do we want to go run this stuff back mm. over to our house? Probably be a good idea. We're fast, and then what did we want to do afterwards? Food. I'm pretty Pocket hungry. Bacon. Yes, it is true. Yeah, I've been running around most of the day. Yes. Be hunger. Well, we can always go back to the inn for food. I think they said that they send, send that stuff most of the day. Okay. Uh, so, you head back to the wagon. You mm -hmm. see that uh, the brothers are already starting to pull some planks off, put new ones on. Um, Frankie is busy, and you can you can hear the, the hammering is happening faster and more often now. And it's it's dang, a little dang, bit... Uh, Zahn, it's actually a little bit uncomfortable for you. It's very, very shrill for your sensitive ears. Um, hey, but, hey. Yeah. It's in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> but you're able to store your, your new purchases in your home, uh, head back to the inn to grab some food and that's where we're going to take a quick little break so we'll be back in just a few moments after we get some water and such so don't go too far yes Ooh. and we are back a very short little break uh so picking up where we left off uh you made your purse your purchases at the little grocer took your items back to the home to store them safely away, and then made your way back to the inn. Is there anything you all would like to do for the night? Food! Or, I should say, even for the next few days as everything's being worked on. Uh, if, if there's something you would like to do in the meantime, we can. Otherwise, we can skip ahead to when things are completed. So, I do have one question. Mm -hmm. Did we ever find out what was in the Harper District, or was that just like we haven't actually asked? Uh, you haven't really explored too much of the town yet. What's about to say? Well, when we go in for food, well, yeah, when we go in for food, we're eating at the end, I'm guessing, right? Probably, Sounds about theoretically. Right. Yeah. Just ask the barkeep what it is, and if it's nothing, then skip. If, if what's nothing? If there's nothing of interest. Like what, oh, I see. I am finally picking up what you were putting down. This will be the first time I've actually entered the inn. <laughs> Um, where is my map? I found it. Okay. Uh, so you go on in and, uh, speak to the barkeep as she's bringing out your food and all. Uh, and what, what questions would you like to ask her? Um, so what is in the part of the town south of the slums? Uh, she has to speak up a little bit. There is a platform and there are some bards that are playing as the uh, music kicks up. Uh, south of the slums? Well, in that area, you're in the Harpermere district. Um, not much there. Really just a bunch of hoity-toity people. Uh, there is the tailor in that area. Makes some very good clothing. Um, and since you're new here, I'm assuming you also are not terribly familiar with the Welter District. That's where, uh, sorry, the Welter District is also where you, uh, found the, the little grocer. Um, that's where most of the judicial, 
populace lives. Yeah. yeah, well, kind of familiar with them already, but yeah. Oh, it'll be honest, there's not a whole lot to see and do around here in town. It's a bit of a pass-through. That is fine. I just want to not be anywhere with the gesture of people, but thank you very much for the information and the food. Well, of course, you paid for it. Yes. Um, if we are going to skip, because I assume that we're just going to skip to when everything is ready, mm -hmm. I did have two questions. One, sure. is the merchant going to be coming? Who knows? You're going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> and number two, Pez would like to go to this paler. Okay. Uh, well, it is getting on into evening today, so... Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the next day. <clears throat> Got it. Uh, so, the evening passes, you have your rooms. They're very nice, they're very warm, they're very comfortable, uh, very clean. Um, I don't know if Pez would be uncomfortable with this fact or not. Uh, but The room's nice, do you hate mm. it? <laughs> I, look, I am not some mole... I, I, I like and look I was a farm boy yeah a mole <laughs> <laughs> nice room good soup <laughs> okay uh, so the day the morning comes um, Pez expresses interest in going and visiting the tailor is there anything anyone else wants to do uh, I would like to take a moment to cast Identify on the watch and the telescope, just in case. Okay. Uh, they don't come back as magical. They are just very well-made hmm. items. Okay, and I'll go ahead and uh, wind the watch, too, so now we can know what time of day it is. Remember to set the watch at the I right time of day. Okay, so two for the tailor. Venera, Zahn, you guys doing anything? Uh, I'm tag along to the tailor for the hell of it. Sure. I'll go. Okay. Same. Okay. Making a trip to the tailor shop. Ba -doo -doo -doo. Okay. Uh, so you actually get uh, directed almost all the way back to the western gate where the Hammer Brothers uh, are, or where the wooden hammer shop is. Um, you do have to cut down a little bit of an alley... Uh, and you are greeted with some very, very nice green grass. And, uh... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it tickles your feet weird. You don't like it. Um, but eventually, you get to the back, and uh, you see uh, two people standing at the shop's entrance. Uh, it is a little strange because it's on the interior instead of being out on the street, but uh, it has very clear signage pointing you into this location. But there are two people standing there. One appears to be a uh, human male and you see a uh, tall, purple-skinned tiefling, black hair with the tips dyed blue. They have horns that curl from their forehead down around their ears uh, like ram's horns. Um, and they are currently wearing a very nice uh, suit. It's got a very form-fitting coat, vest, 
Uh, the trousers go down into uh, calf-high boots. They have a top, ha a small top hat on, and they're leaning on a cane, and they're just pleasantly conversing with the uh, with the man in front of them. Fancy. Uh, excuse me. Oop. Yes. Uh, just a moment. Sorry. Have customers. Have a good day. And the man kind of like lances you all, gives you a little bit of a scowl, and he kind of stomps off. Son's she, gonna make a face at him as he walks past. She smiles pleasantly <laughs> and waits until he's out of sight. And she looks at you all and goes, Thank you for that. He was quite annoying. So, mm -hmm. how might I help you? Uh, you did. You're. Uh, I'm, I'm, I assume you're, you're the tailor. Oh, yes. Pardon me. And she kind of first gestures up to the sign behind her that says the tailor. Uh, and it's very, very beautiful script. The the bottom part of the R at the end kind of uh, extends out to underline the word and ends in a spaded tail tip. Um, she gestures at that and then to herself and does a very elegant bow, leaning on the cane. I am Rosa Demoiselle, and the owner, proprietor, and soul worker of the tailor. So. You said Rosa de Razelle? Moselle. Oh. Rosa de Moselle. Okay. So, how may I help you? Um, I mean, I, I honestly didn't know that all of them were coming here. I was trying to keep it a secret, but I wanted to get, like, a Team Tempest, like, hoodie or something. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, I, all jokes aside, I am actually looking for a wardrobe that might not be too off-putting to some of the people who aren't used to uh, my ilk, because I do come from the uh, West, and uh, not a lot of people are used to people from the West, so. She kind of looks you over, and you're kind of uh, like rough, rawhide leathers, and to be honest, it suits you, but I would be more than happy to make anything you wish. Please. <laughs> Come inside. And she gestures for you to walk into her shop. Han's going to look at Brick. Did he just... I should... I feel in... I feel insulted. Not really, but like... I feel like that also applied to me. I don't know why you would feel insulted. But if you do... Oh yeah, Brick, you can't wear clothes. I don't need to wear clothes. No, you can't. Is there like a cloak nearby or something? Do you, you walk you have into a the shop? On. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were I thought we were all in the shop, my bad. I she gestured for you to go into the shop, but no one really said anything. I chop. Yes, okay. but they because yeah. I'm just gonna nudge you guys in. Uh, yeah, Let's I go. assume we were having this as we were walking okay. in. Following. Sorry. Yes, you. Uh, so you you walk into her shop and uh, you see that it, it, it's very nice and very warm. There are plenty of soft chairs. Uh, there's a small dais uh, with three mirrors on it. There's three 
uh, dress forms off to the side, ranging from smaller to medium to brick-sized. Um, and you see that there is a back counter with what looks like a little flip-up partition to get behind it. Uh, but it, it's still, it's kind of small, kind of cozy, and there are a few things on display. There's, um, uh, as you were looking, you see like a rack of cloaks that you can uh, see there. There's other like uh, vests and jackets. None of these are terribly elaborate. They look to be more uh, for trying and seeing if, this, if the fit works for you or if it'll even, if it, uh, basically sizing clothes, more or less. I go over and I take one of the cloaks and I put it on. I was like, does it fit? He put the cloak on. Is it the right size? Sure. <laughs> I nah. find the biggest one and I put it on. Nah, it doesn't look good on you. This actually brings up a serious point, you guys. We're going to need some really nice, fancy attire for the wedding. That was also going to be my second point. Oh, my neck is cracking every time I do that. <laughs> I'm going to take the cloak off, put it back where I found it. Does everyone need Yes, that? you're naked. <laughs> I'm not naked. <laughs> I have armor. Naked. You hear a, a chuckle from behind you and the, the clicking of the cane. You all are quite interesting. A wedding, you say? Mm hmm. Yes. Do you have any tunics that would fit that one? And she points at Brick. <laughs> What's wrong with really, like, black and nice and sleek looking. <laughs> I will not be very good. Maybe so. not quite on hand, but I can make. Anything to fit anyone. Good enough for a royal wedding? A royal wedding? Mm -hmm. That is a bit more challenging. Might I inquire which royal house you are speaking of? Rick will just reach into his bag and pull out the invitation. Was that the <laughs> tiefling talking or the yes, tailor? Yes, the tiefling. No, the tiefling is the tailor. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, sorry. The other was just a human male that was kind of talking her up. Oh. She kind of leans in to read the invitation that you readily had available to pull out. So, well done, I guess. Thank you. It always sits right here by my desk so I can keep track of the date. Ah. Hoppamia. Interesting. Well, I suppose you have two options. You can... Go along with their colors of blue and seafoam green. Or you could stand out, be unique amongst the crowd. Zahn's gonna just gesture to himself. <laughs> he especially needs a new wardrobe. How about nope. neutral colors? Prefer earthy, summer, spring, fall... I don't know, Brick, what do you prefer? Brick kind of crosses his arms. Brick is, okay, out of character real fast. You are like copper color. You're like, you're like bronzish, right? If I'm not mistaken, or slash gold. Uh, no, he, he is predominantly like, uh, like steel. Like he is that kind no, of So kind of gunmetal gray. 
kind of gunmetal gray uh, with uh, golden highlights with all the designs uh, from his Aslan designer. <clears throat> I don't know this stuff. This is outside of this. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this idea. Why? I don't know. Are you afraid of not being I can feel it in me bolts. You can feel it in me bolts. It just feels wrong. Hmm. Just about as wrong as that accent that you were trying out the other week. <laughs> Son is not holding back his laughter. He is definitely laughing. <laughs> Excuse you. I am still test running, testing this accent. Mm hmm. What else did you, you know, read in that book? Something about etiquette and, you know. I skimmed that part. Rick, at this, <laughs> okay. at this point, you, you feel a little tug on your arm as Rosa is lifting said arm with a little measuring tape and is already... She's quiet, she is grinning, but she's taking measurements. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is most likely going to be a section about attire in that book, so you could always go back and read up on that. Fine. <laughs> I do have one condition, though. Y yes. Either traditional dwarven colors and attire, or traditional Aslan colors and attire. You you see uh, Rosa's top hat behind Brick, and eventually she kind of pops up and goes. I can do that. And then kind of disappears again. She's going a bit lower and not being very ashamed of where she's measuring. I'm going to be honest, I thought that would have been a much harder sell. Damn it. <laughs> Down to my talents. Cute. Taking a look around, are most of the things that she has on display like traveler's gear... Um, or are there any, like, gowns? You see a, a fair few items on display. Um, there are riding leathers, there are, uh, dresses, there are more common, uh, clothes. Um, regular button-up shirts, tweed trousers. Uh, it seems that she has a fair assortment available. How oh. familiar are you with silks she doesn't answer you immediately she's uh gets bricks inseam real quick and you notice she's not taking notes um she kind of loops the measuring tape around her neck and she's walking over to you now kasumi uh she doesn't have the cane with her anymore it seems she can walk just fine it was more aesthetic Silks are a bit harder to come by, but she kind of is looking you over. I will be honest, it is, uh, your style is a bit outside of my practice, but I could very well make do. Could you possibly do something 
cherry blossom themed. Cherry blossom. She kind of writes it down. Uh, she kind of goes over to her, her table and writes it down. In the similar... This? She takes a step back and looks around because she's still got like her draped kimono. I'm always one for kimonos, but you can add your flair to it. I like big droopy sleeves. Oh, and also something to accommodate these. And she turns out and points to the tails. Ah, uh, yes, you were not the first one that I've had to make tail holes for. It will be done. I have a question. She walks over to Kasumi and begins to measure her. Yes. You said you can do either or. Can you combine them very similar to how I am? I will do my best. Ow. Bit Sorry. <laughs> Bit prickly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she takes a few minutes to measure Kasumi, and when she's done, uh, she looks at Zahn, who's shaking his head, and instead goes towards Pez. <laughs> Is there anything in particular you would like? As Something. a matter of fact, yes. Well, do tell. She starts measuring your your, your wee little arms. Um, <clears throat> so in some of those books, there were a couple of pictures of different kind of um, artificer kind of people. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them caught my eye, and I was wondering if you could make me some leathers that, um, that, that'll, of course, like, cover this two-piece, um, perhaps, like, a white, uh, frilly shirt or coat, and then, like, like a sort of, like, open, uh, jacket kind of thing, and maybe, like, a shoulder cape. I'm describing a, must a musketeer look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was I was kind of wondering where you're going, but now I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I believe I could manage. You say with artificing, you want mm -hmm. this to be looks or more functional? Functional would actually be preferable. I'm like a, a a tail bag would also be kind of handy too. Am I to assume you wish for a hat? She's looking at the one that you're currently wearing. Or would you like um, it to be themed around this wonderful looking piece? I... Yes, please. Um, I actually have a Velociraptor who kind of needs to go through a little bit of preening, so I might be able to grab one of his longer feathers that you could shove in there, too. She kind of looks over at Hamburger, who's kind of laying on his back in the afternoon sunbeam coming through the window. It's just sunbathing on the floor. Uh, if that is what you wish, I can... I can come up with something, for sure. Yes, please. She finishes taking your measurements, and then she looks at Venera, deciding to save Zahn for last in case anyone needs to, or wants to try to convince him again, or further. Uh, and you, madame? Um, just a form-fitting dress in their wedding colors, so the green is fine. Seafoam green? It would mm -hmm. look very good with your complexion. Uh, but the moment, and she begins uh, measuring you as well. 
Any sort of design with this dress? Smooth, patterned? Um, smooth, with a small train. Ooh, lovely. I'm riding as fast as I can. Right <laughs> faster, damn it! <laughs> Alright. She finishes uh, measuring Venera and uh, stands back up and looks at Zahn. You are sure? You have to wear something nice for the wedding. You do. You're, again, I may be stinky, but how long have you been wearing that? I, I'm pretty sure it's musty under there. Don't sweat like you. I assure you I can make you something suitable. Zahn will cross his arm and grumble, thinking for a minute. <laughs> she walks towards you as you're thinking, forces your arms to unfold, and starts taking your measurements. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, but must have fur on it. Divide fur. Look. Well, fitting for the son of a god. As you say, she doesn't seem to believe you, but uh, she finishes taking your measurements and she goes over and she jots down a few notes on the, the pad on her counter. Very well. She begins scribbling some more. I would say this will take anywhere from two to 300 gold for the materials and the labor. I can have it uh, at best two to three weeks. How much? For the moment, we will say 300 gold pieces. That's yeah, perfect. Right? No, no, for, for the lot. Oh. Oh. That's fair. So what, there are one, two, three, five, so 60, 60 gold each? can do that. You know what? I'll pay for it all. What? 300? What? Yes, sorry. Alright, 300. Excellent. Uh, will you... You all look to be the rough and tough uh, adventurous type. Would you still be in town by then? Probably not. It's... In town. Uh, out of curiosity, do you deliver? Or have somebody who delivers? For the price you are paying for these, it can be arranged. Um, uh, one second, I have to remember the name of the place. Uh, have them delivered to Fern? Yes. In, uh... To the magic, to the magic bean in the, uh... I'm gonna relay Fern's location. The magic bean in the capital city. The magic yeah. bean cafe. Very well. She takes the, the payment from Pez. I assure you, you will love the way you look or your money back. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Did, wait, she said how many weeks? Two to three. 
Two to three. Okay. Okay. Plenty of time. That's, cut, that's cutting it close. Well, she takes the top hat off, and without looking, she chucks it across the room, and it lands on a little thing. Kind of pulls her hands out, cracks her knuckles. Here's, I have some work to do. We'll, we'll be sure to watch uh, your name and everything. This would be much appreciated. And just just remember, the the tempests came through here, and that that'll hold quite a a, a word, wait word. Yep. Do not hurt yourself. I'm hurting myself right now. Jokes on you, I'm always hurting myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there is nothing else, I bid you adieu. It is getting late, and I have much to prepare for. Uh, she begins to kind of, like, usher you towards the exit. Goodbye. So, so. you're all back out in the city. Uh, the shadows are long. You're not even able to see the sun over the wall anymore. What would you like to do? Are we going to fast forward until... Gonna have a montage! Montage! <laughs> Motherfucking montage! <laughs> and so it shall be. Yeah, I don't have anything. Okay, uh, uh, so... Mm -hmm. Actually, ah. Zon does need to do one thing. Mm -hmm. But not with everyone else nearby. Okay. Um, do you want me to just send it to you? Sure. It kind of has to happen before the birthday. Sure. Yay. So please continue. I'll message this. Okay. <laughs> um, so you all uh, take the night. Uh, you get up the next day. You wander around the town a little bit, uh, looking for the merchant. You don't see any hint at the time. Um, waiting to see what Zahn has to say. Stalling for time. Doodly do. Ah. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll say that you're able to do that. Um, one of the evenings when you're when you're alone, uh, without any issue. Uh, the next day comes and goes. Uh, you wander around the town, enjoying the sights. Uh, you um, wandering around. You find out that Cassie actually came from a place to the east called the Butcher. Um, she was being raised for eventual slaughter, thus her size, but. Uh, she was purchased oh. for, uh, while they do raise them for slaughter, occasionally they will be bought for um, uh, okay. pack animal uses, uh, being used in the fields that are to the north of the town. Um, the next night passes without much issue, I think, unless one of you chuckle nuts are being naughty. No, I'm behaving. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, the next day comes and you go and you check on your wagon and you do find that it's slightly delayed but should maybe be ready to go by the end of the evening. Um, most of the requests have been fulfilled and 
they assure you that there's only one more final touch that they're, they're trying to, uh, to add in. Uh, the evening passes and we are now on the uh, day 21 of Myos. The beginning of the week, you wake up from the Underhill Inn. Uh, we'll say with your gold that you uh, gave to Anastasia that uh, your room has been covered for quite a few days at this point. Um, you awaken to a oddly empty front area of the tavern. Um, Anastasia herself is even standing by the front door uh, looking outside. Hmm. Oh, odd, isn't it? Oh, good morning. Seems we have a visitor in town today. Who? Rick's gonna go walk over to the window. Okay, you walk over to the window, and you see uh, a little crowd of people um, over towards the small little fence-off park area. Um, you see a familiar, very tall, fastieth head over top of the crowd, peering around looking a bit confused and out of sorts. Well, well. Guess he does make house calls all the way up here. Oh, um, to admit? Was not expecting that to work. Oh, I was. I'm gonna run at the door. Merchant! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Zahn sprints past, leaving you all behind, hands in the air, starts, like, elbowing his way through the crowd. You can jump over I... and fuck that shit. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> the rest um, of you following suit, I'm assuming? Mm -hmm. Yep. But more politely. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Get your butt out of my face. I know fly, I jump good. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just do the Andre the Giant. Everybody move! <laughs> Uh, between between your shouting, the flying bunny stairs begin to turn towards you as this big metal man starts like just making a Moses path through everybody. Uh, the rest uh... of you follow suit, and you see that the the crowd are equal parts gathering for the novelty of the um, the the dinosaur or the the fastieth in question, the Dimorphodon that is asleep with its uh, sail having been painted, um, and there's another smaller crowd that's basically making a queue to get into the back uh, doors of the wagon. So, remind me, is the back doors the only way in, or is there a yes. separate entrance? It's okay. the back doors. <clears throat> kind of look. How long is the line? <laughs> it's quite long. Bear just walks in. <laughs> you get some disgruntled huffs of some uppity ladies, but you give them no mind and you walk right on through. <laughs> I guess who's gonna follow suit and just kind of like speed walk up right behind Venera. <laughs> Brick's, um, gonna, Brick's gonna fall. Sorry, we're late for our shift. And walk in. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna walk in, but just like hide my face in shame with my hat. <laughs> oh, it's gonna manners. be like... <laughs> Son's going to assert himself into the door. <laughs> Fuck people. 
Okay, uh, Zahn, as you are stepping up, someone else seems to, as someone comes out, another person starts to start to move in, you just sort of shoulder your way past them. Uh, you all enter into the very familiar sight of the merchant's wagon. You're immediately greeted with that oppressive heat from the desert, but inside oh. the wagon. Um, and you see that it is it is very, very crowded. Um most of the populace seem to be dressed and looking like they're from the kingdoms. Um, and you see all the different uh, sort of ethereal servants that look much like the merchant, but are uh, waxing poetic about the items on display. And after a moment of you all moving through, you hear a strong clap of the hands and you see arms spread out. Ah, my friends! It has been far too long! Welcome! Hello, see old the, one. The merchant walking through the crowd towards you. And the people seem to be kind of making a, uh, a berth around him there. They're giving him space. <clears throat> well, Greetings, how y'all been? I ain't that old. You shut your mouth. Yeah! <laughs> That's gonna add ten percent to anything you buy today. <laughs> Only to him, though. <laughs> uh, well, how can I help y'all? Well, I mean, I, I had a question, um, but I'm, I'm sure everyone else does. Actually, two questions. One: Do you have any new items? I'm gonna be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. Once y'all left the, uh, the desert. I ain't had too many people buying up my stock. I have replenished some of my healing potions, but as far as my magical items, that area seems to be quite a bit more stagnant. Let's hmm. see. Well, hopefully this town changes that. It seems you are quite the uh, attraction. Well, I don't quite often make my way up this far. Not a lot of people know about me here, so I'm sure this will be a bit of a novelty for them. Uh, question number two. I was looking for a specific item. <clears throat> One that, um, it's, it's like a bag that holds things, but, like, a lot of things. A bag of holding? Yeah. That, that sounds like it. Well, I do believe I've got a few more of them laying around. Uh, do any of these bags have the magical properties of teleporting items from one place to another? Kind of like a interdimensional portal from a lockbox to the bag, so that then we don't have to keep, like, going back and forth. Y'all's using some big words for someone so small. I read books. Well, ain't that dangerous. Very. Well, to answer y'all's question, no. Ain't nothing quite like that in my personal repertoire. I'm trying to find the damn... His personal repertoire? <laughs> no, I got the personal repertoire. I just can't find that spot of the... Uh... It's in pen messages. Sure, I saw the stuff that we bought in there. I wasn't sure if... I meant as far as the... Um... Back holding? Yeah. I know I had it here. I will do a search. 
Um, while you're searching for that, you wouldn't happen to be able to modify said bag of holding to transmogrify and teleport. Would you? Unfortunately, once a bag of holding is made, it is what it is. Are you able to create such an item on commission of a healthy amount of monetary money? No offense, but I don't think y'all have quite that amount of money. It would also take me the better part of a year. Oh, um, yeah. Mm. Don't know Maybe if that'll an be a item such as then. that is uh, quite the endeavor. Especially for what y'all are asking for. <laughs> well, well, it does not seem like you are going to be able to get exactly what you are looking for. But at least he still has the bags. That is true. Yeah, oh, it just means... Right. Just means we have to do things the old-fashioned way. That is true. Also, he has a new voice. Hello. I noticed. <laughs> um, I'm taking it out for a spin, as they say. What do you think? Well, I can honestly say you sound right at home here. <laughs> and out of my good. politeness, I will leave it at that. Zahn's gonna snicker. <laughs> Um. So, on to y'all's question about the bag of holding. Depends on how much y'all are willing to spend on such an item. How big is your biggest? My biggest can hold around 1,500 pounds, 250 cubic feet. But that one will run you about 10,000 gold pieces. Okay. I mean... You, you think that'll be big enough, or do we need bigger? I have no idea. Oh, y'all weren't asking me. Apologies. I... I think that is quite big enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, for that price, you could probably even get two bags that are a little smaller so that you can separate things out. Well, and how exactly do they work again? Are we the only ones who can access it? Well, see, the interesting thing about bags of holding is you kind of need to know what's inside of them. You okay. can turn these things inside out, but that would take everything out of it. And let me tell you, that makes one hell of a mess. Okay. So, but if like someone were to take it from us and just think of gold... If they reach in, they can get any of the gold. To an extent. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, y'all put uh, a bag of gold coins into a bag of holding. I take a bag of gold coins, put it in a bag of holding. You take that bag from me. You open it up. and You think, I want gold. You reach your hand in. You ain't gonna get nothing because you ain't thinking about that particular bag of gold okay. within now you say put in a sword and someone thinks i want to pull out a sword you may pull out a sword depending on the complexity of said magical item you may need to know more about it generally speaking whatever you put in you must know about to be able to withdraw it 
Okay. That's good. And I cannot say enough how much of a bad idea it is to turn one of these things inside out. It... Take yeah, it from me. Yeah, it's also bad to... Just take it from me. Do not make that mistake. <laughs> I also hear it's bad to put people in them. There is no air inside. Oh, so it's good to put people in them. Take it back. No, let's not put people in them. Well, now... Or creatures or nothing. Granted, the mouth of the bag is the size. Getting someone in there may prove difficult for you, you little fluffy psychopath. <laughs> yeah, but if it fits over the head, you can close it. Um... So, it, are, are we good with just this one large bag? Mm-hmm. I think that might be best. Okay. Uh, kind of puts a hand on his hip and leans on one of his display cases. Y'all called me all the way out here just to get a bag? Oh, we wanted to see you as well. Actually, we were kind of curious if you would even show up. You realize how tired Daisy is out there? Ah, uh, but think of all the potential shoppers you have. I also did Damn it, I hate that you're right. <laughs> um, you wouldn't happen to be able to make and or find and or point us to the right direction of someone who could make a magical forge. Not a fucking clue. Alright. If I was a betting man, and I am, that sounds very much like a dwarven kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Now, in all fairness, and he kind of points off behind him and to the left, they are well the hell up in the mountains. Is that right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they are right before you enter my country. Pretty damn hmm. close. So, Brick, it might be a bit for us to uh, get that there forge installed in our wag. We have a new wagon. It's mighty impressive. Kind of bigger than this place. I is it actually deep? Is it bigger? I'm actually, no. I'm not sure. No, I was about to say. The is quite a fair bit larger. Has a small. He thinks everything is big. <laughs> Does it have the same illusion, though? Because I know this one, it looks like a small cart, and then you get in and it's big. It, it's a little bit more extreme. When gotcha. Walking into here is disorienting, because you're expecting to be shoulder to shoulder, and it just, it's... It's like you're walking into a closet, but you open up and you're in like a small Walmart. Like it's it's maybe not quite to that extent, but it's significantly oh bigger. The 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 wagon home is um you walk inside and it's It's like you think you're walking into a two-story Winnebago, but you're really walking into like a small house. And even then the rooms upstairs, the the master bedroom and the library are far larger and extend further out than they should from where the edge of the wagon home is. But it's still not quite to the extent that the merchant is. But he's also a deity. <laughs> you actually you actually might have heard of the previous owners of the cart. I believe they were called the... Um, I believe the cart itself was called the Tinker's Druid Cart. You know, that name does ring a little bit of a bell. 
Have you heard of the previous occupants, a uh, dragonborn named Ja and a tiefling named Kelpie? Kind of leans on the case a bit and looks up, thinking. Can't really say that I have. Hmm. We uh. That or I've forgotten. Both very good possibilities. Yes. They went missing. How long ago did they say they went missing? A hundred years ago ish. Uh, roughly two hundred years ago. Uh, from what we've gathered, they went missing, roughly uh, around two hundred years ago, before we stumbled across their cart. And based on what we found in their, or what I found in their journal, they seem to have some sort of relation with uh, Bowler. I'm going to be honest with you. That has not helped me narrow down who they are. Just curious. Do you, do you have any way of contacting Mr. the Bowler? To an extent. What's in it for me? Mm, our patronage. My undying <laughs> love. <laughs> he kind of looks too. at you, Venera. It's like, I ain't falling for that again. <laughs> again? Don't ask. <laughs> Not asking. <laughs> I'm actually curious. <laughs> so um, y'all buying this bag or no? Uh, yes, sorry. Um, I'll I'll go in for some of it. Like how yeah. how many ways we splitting this up? said 10,000. I'm willing to put a good chunk towards it. So uh, I'm pretty dry. Zon can toss 2k in if you guys want. I already have a bag of holding. I don't need another one. Oh, there you go. I can toss 5k in. Well, oh, yeah. Alright. 5k. Uh, Put 2,500 in from me. Might not use it, but could be uh, useful. I just threw off my math. So you need another 2,500. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Poor Pez. <laughs> Look, it's been a week. It has. It very I much has been a week. I moved a shit ton of boxes. <laughs> I picked things up. I put them down. <laughs> we had our accountant quit today, so it's been a mess. Yeah. But we get to play D D. So you slide the gold mm -hmm. coins over, he hands you the bag, and it seems to be just a normal looking bag, but you've seen the one that Venera's got and you know that it works, and he's so far been trustworthy. So, um I may have to try to uh, so this is quasi a custom item. You can add a bag of holding and change the uh, the notes on it, and I can read those off to you uh, later on off stream. Uh, make sure that that's all correct. Well, um, mm -hmm. one one more thing. I I know I'm gonna have to attune to it, but. I was looking at some goggles because there's some pretty 
chunky kobolds who have goggles and like I, I already know I have a hat that prevents sunlight but I mean goggles would just be a choice accessory for me but you did have some anti-disguise goggles how, how much were those uh, let me find those <clears throat> Um, he kind of looks over at one of the display cases, snaps his fingers, and one of his uh, ethereal servants comes uh, wandering over eventually with them and uh, looks at them. I do believe these run 250 gold pieces. It's not bad at all. Do you have to attune to them? I do not believe so. I'll take them. All right. How, how much? 250? 250. Did we get a discount? Tempest discount? 5% off? Well, there's a certain member of your party that uh, is mouthing off a little bit, so not this time. But he, he's adopted. God <laughs> damn! Drop the fucking hammer! <laughs> Out of character, but so are you! <laughs> Oh god! Uh, Brick Brick wow. will like look over and and he won't want Pez to suffer. As a... Apologies for my sass. Make a persuasion check at disadvantage. Yes, he's adopted. <laughs> I think we already had a session where the okay. title was your adopted. Very recently. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know what Venera got, but it looks fucking delicious. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> Steak and cheese from Domino's. Oh. <gasps> and the leader of Koba. 13? The merchant looks at you for a second. Expect a Pez. 250. Mm, no, alright. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> alright, you can add the anti disguise goggles to your inventory. I bat my eyelashes at him. <laughs> He's Not already again. counting coins. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else y'all are looking for today? Keep your eye out for the magical weapons for me. I am always on the lookout. Especially to take y'all's money. <laughs> you want the only one. Oh yeah, make sure that you um you have anti theft devices, right? He kinda gives you a look like Yeah, never mind, stupid question. <laughs> just like thinking that like the kids break in <laughs> what Zal would have done would have been tame that's <laughs> the one kid with that gave the hand next to it's a stick up <laughs> for defense only <laughs> he's coming right for us <laughs> <laughs> well alright 
Um, I should be here for at least another day. I did have a prior engagement planned before I received y'all's call. So I'm a bit behind schedule at this point. But it was nice seeing y'all again. Yeah. Always. Is there any treat your uh, fast teeth out there lacks to eat? Because it's the least I could do, at least since it, it had to carry you all the way here. Now, I'm going to be honest. I, I would be very cautious of, of Daisy. She, uh, she don't always distinguish between food and fingers. Well, that's fine, ma'am. You're always nips at my fingers. I don't think y'all understand. Pez, you're small enough to actually be food. You may offer food with ten fingers and come back with six. Hmm. You're certainly welcome to try, but I would not recommend it. I'm, I'm a try. <laughs> Pez pulls out his pistol. This is a stick-up! He's, he's a bluff because he doesn't have a pointer finger anymore. <laughs> it's just a pinky. It's, it's duct tape to the stump. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try. If if she has, like, a preferred food, like like a, a carrot or, or a, a potato. She's a bit of an omnivore. You can give her fruit, vegetable, bit of meat if you really want to try. All right. Just so the rest of y'all know, I am not responsible for any loss of limb. So. Oh, he's he's got to learn somehow. <laughs> best of luck to y'all in your future endeavors. Thank you. I hope your business does well here. It seems like it probably will. Kind of glances around at the coin being exchanged with his ethereal counterparts. I think I'll be doing just fine. Zahn will make his way out. <laughs> okay. You all make your way um, back out of the wagon. I the, would hmm? like to feed the Dino. Make an animal handling check at disadvantage. But pack tactics. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that shit. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> But I have proficiency. Does that do anything? Uh, it Does adds she know your... me? Daisy? Hmm. Probably. I'll go with them. <laughs> okay. Make an animal handling check normally. Yay! You fail at eats, Venera. <laughs> and your um, your proficiency just adds your proficiency bonus to the roll. It does the math for you there. Oh. Yeah. Cool. 22. Cool. Whoa. Uh... Yeah, with Venera there being a familiar sight, um, it seems more interested to her for the moment, but it smells what you're offering. Looks over, kind of nips at it real quickly, and then just kind of like, oof, its head into Venera. <laughs> you came back with all your fingers. That's a bonus. Yep. Neither of you got eight. <laughs> <laughs> So, is there anything you all wish to do? It is still pretty early in the day, as Boba just... <laughs> I'm... 
Um, so just doing nothing for the rest of the day? Do I see anyone in disguise, though? Because I have my goggles on. Make a perception check. Oh. Oh, not why I thought that was... Perception. There it is. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you take a look around. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone kind of looks the same. I look at Venera and Kasumi. Oh, Kasumi is interesting. You see her as she is but down towards her feet see her little fox form hmm. you look at Venera and she is just oh, whoa, 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 with Daisy no difference interesting fox. okay alright so um, for the expediency of it all, uh, you receive word that the wagon is finally finished. You are free to come and claim it as soon as you pay. How much do we end up owing in total? Let me do the math. So no, two of the things are 150 and 75. Um, so your harpoon cannon, uh, would come out to be a hundred gold pieces. Okay. Um, the safe, that. I believe I said was a hundred fifty. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. That is correct. Um, and I'm going to be honest. I don't remember what I said for the tinkerer's bench. 75 gold. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't written down here. Just no, no. Thank you. I, I should have written it down, you but I just said free. No. <laughs> Make it persuade. No. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, the brothers are standing there eagerly awaiting <laughs> your arrival. Uh, they seem to have a stray in their shop. Um, you eat it. So as soon as you uh, pay them the gold, they uh, eagerly show you what they have done. The, the exterior looks immaculate. Zahn had done a fantastic job, um, but he lacked uh, paints Vinette. and the the, uh, the the veneer to be able to uh, protect it against weather and such. So, um... Not you. All... Oh. Them. Oh. <laughs> They're big butts. Um... So up on top brick where you had originally found the, uh, the, the dwarven cookware, there now seems to be a little spot, uh, a, a little kind of similar to the tower at the rear where there's a little lip that is there and there seems to be a little cannon of sorts mounted on it. Um, that's what you're able to see from the exterior. They uh, bring you inside and they show you as soon as you go inside and to the right, there's a little wooden frame up against the wall by the window, as per requested for Pez's little sandbox. Um, going, <laughs> going upstairs, they lead you uh, to the hallway. Uh, before they get to the side room, they pause 
and Kasumi, you look, they gesture down the small hallway where the bird cages had been, they have been removed, and there is a very short table of your homeland style, and up the back of it is a beautifully carved wooden depiction of Shenshei, about four feet tall off the back of the table. Jesus, that's not little, that's huge. It's bigger than me. Well, <laughs> the, the table itself is quite small because the space is not that big, but the the while it is four feet tall, it is winding and serpentine, and it is generally sort of skinny. Okay. Um, so they, they gesture off there for that, uh, and they lead you to the next room. They open that up, and uh, within, it has been cleaned out, and there is a very thick, very sturdy-looking table against the wall. Uh, there are some hefty drawers underneath it for minor storage. Um, and they kind of look at you and say, We don't tinker too much. We just make something that's big. Sort of fireproof. You have to really try to burn this one. It can happen, so be careful. But it should hold up. All right. Uh, so, um, we have... Uh, uh, the, the safe, yes. Uh, we forgot where you wanted to put it. We can, um, we can move it. We can put it in the tinker's shop for now. It is yeah. heavy. We can move. In here? Yep. Okay. Be back. Two seconds. They both, like, are sort of, like, scrambling over each other to try to, like, get... They're, they're, they're just excited to be able to show off their, their work to you. And uh, after not even five minutes, you hear them arguing and grunting. Uh, as you, you, you hear some very colorful swear words in Orcish as they are navigating this thing up the stairs. Can I go help them? Uh, you, you, you go, and they're already, like, getting it through the door, and... There doesn't seem to be... You're, you're kind of like the, like, trying to work your way in, but you don't really have the space, and you're just mm. sort of third-wheeling it. And then you're just like... Uh, I'll back I'll, off. I'll, I'll be a spotter. It's like, a ah, little to your left, uh, watch the ceiling. Uh, but sure enough, they do get it upstairs, and they get it, and when they set it down, there's a bit of a oomph to it. So it's, it's quite heavy. But awesome. uh, they set it down there. And um, I'm going to leave this up to you because I didn't think to ask at the time if you wanted it to be a um, like a, a key mechanism or a combination of sorts, if you wanted any sort of trickery to it. It's totally flavor up to you guys. We'll just assume that over the four days that they were working with it, that they were able to make it in any sort of style that you wanted. <clears throat> uh... I mean... We can also tackle that off stream while we're not we're not yeah. okay. We'll we'll figure yeah. that out. It's a magic safe. Whatever they decide is like I want it to be a key. Swing keyhole. <laughs> Bing. Um. So, uh, little little furry man, Zan. Yes, you. Come come. They, okay. Zan Zan like makes a like okay face and just kind of walks. They lead you over to the watchtower and uh, off to the side. There's a little kind of. Uh, pretty nicely like wood slatted box in the corner and you see that there are harpoons and rope 
and the uh, the shaft of the harpoons are made out of wood. The head itself is uh, a like four a cross barbed kind of shape, and with a metal ring around the front or uh, like. There's metal clasped around the shaft with a ring, and that's where you would theoretically tie the rope to it. Um, gotcha. And they, they point up the stairs and over to where the, the, the cannon is. We did not have the powder to shoot. You would have to figure that out on your own. But It works. It works. We also made sure to make it sturdy for um, potential offense. I liked that option as well. Thank you. We we know it can fit. Uh, what 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 you say? Uh, six inch, eight inch. It big ball or fit with many ball and bang. I like. Uh, do let us know if it gets uh, worn down. Is not common here. We are not uh, super great with this. It's more for for ships. Yes, there's okay. no water. <laughs> you guys have done fantastic. Thank you. We look forward to see you again, maybe? Yes. Yes. We need repairs, fixes. I don't see why not. Okay, we go work on other jobs. We put everything on hold to do this. It was great pleasure. Yes, yes. Thank you. Many thanks, my friends. They just send good luck with you. They begin seeing themselves out and as they step off the front step uh Polly turns around and goes oh wait wait and he pulls out of his mm. belt key yes dibs uh Pez just yoink <laughs> let's see uh if you it's only one key uh it was the one key that you gave them oh oh okay 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 one of you kept the other key. I believe I said that there were two keys that you were able to find. I did not keep it, so no big deal. All right. I think I might have both. <laughs> keys to the kingdom. <laughs> so they let themselves out of the cart. They go back to their various workshops to begin continuing their tasks. What would you all like to do? It's about midday at this point. Time to get a move um... on. Yeah, we, we could either get a move on now or we could get a move on early in the morning. Get something to eat. Make a uh, trip to... You said four days, so it's the 22nd now. Uh, yes. yes. I forgot to advance Jeez. the calendar. So it is the 22nd of Myos. Do we know how far high tide is from here? Well, once we get to the capital to find a ship, it's still a ways away, right? Yes. And how far to the capital? Um. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, so. I'm going to assume that you go and you look at the map that you have on the wall. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, rough estimate, going by road, it would probably take you anywhere from 150 to 200 miles to get there oh. by road. If you were to attempt to go straight across country, it would probably be about 75 to 100 miles. 
How Roots. fast does the cart go? You don't know. You haven't really tried it yet. Yeah. You were doing a pretty leisurely pace when you left the woods before. I say we stick to the roads. Well, Probably for the best. Here's the dilemma. Mm -hmm. I know that we were going to be going after Shirahama at high tide, which she supposedly is sailing quite often. So, last we heard, she could be at high tide. But for the amount of distance and time it takes to get there, to potentially find out she's not even there and then have to turn around and come back in time for the wedding. Just remember, we do have the ring of teleportation. Yes, but since it's only one way. After an eight-day eight charge. Seven or eight, something like that. I don't recall off the top of my head. Ten. But we can't Ten. take the house with us. It might be worth staying in. Were we going to take the house on the boat? I'm not sure. I would I don't hope. I think we've we're... discussed it. I would personally like to keep this house because, again, we weren't able to keep our mounts. They're still just living it up in the perfect desert. But I would still I like mean... to at least take this. I figured if we were going out on the sea, we we're going to leave the house with Fern until we could come back for it. Not really much of much use for a for a uh, wheelhouse. All it depends. On, all depends on how long it takes to do everything. It may actually even be best to stay in the kingdom and use the resources available to us to see where uh, Shirahama is after the wedding, if it ends up being like that. Who knows? It might even bring Shirahama here. Mm. Plus, Venera, your your mink was last seen in that area too, right? Okay. So, yes, we can just start heading off in that direction and then when we get to the kingdom, we can kind of figure out what we want to do from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Good to set off. At least if we go to Harper Mirror, then I have it in my. I have been there, so we can teleport there anytime we need to. No matter what we decide. Yes. This is good. Okay. So you're all hitting the road today? Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm hmm. Okay. So, you all load into the wagon. You get Cassie strapped in, saddled up. Who's driving this beast? Okay. Pez and Venera hop up into the driver's seat. With a little... Cassie gets excited at being able to actually go again and begins going quickly, but Pez is able to rein her in and not run over anybody just yet. Damn. Um, <laughs> you have to go fairly slow through the town again as the sight is, again, drawing attention. Uh, you peer off to the side, and way at the back of the crowd, you see the, the six youngsters that had stolen your coins, and they're kind of hopping up and waving at you as you're going by. 
head on through the town, out the eastern gate, and as you patch, pass in front of the butcher that you had seen previously, Cassie seems to slow down on her own and peers over into the fields at some of the other larger beasts that are roaming around behind the very large fence. And eventually, after a few hours, the city begins to drift into the distance behind you. And that is where we're going to end tonight as you head further on your journey towards Harpermere. Yeah. <laughs> also, you all have leveled up. Oh, oh. really? All right. Uh, okay. For our clerics, that means you get some really interesting spells. At level nine? Once a day. Yeah, you have fifth level spells now. Oh. So, thank you all so much for joining us. We will get them all squared away with their health and any further questions that are needing to be asked from there. We hope you all have a nice, lovely weekend. I am going to be having an interesting one myself. But until next time, uh, we have Pez Plays on Mondays. I will be getting Whiskey Wednesdays out on podcasts and YouTube here over the weekend. And we will have Whiskey Wednesdays this week, no D&D. So if you're here for D&D, we will see you in two weeks. Have a good night. Love you all. Any last uh, comments, concerns, nothing? Uh... If you're at Halloween Horror Nights, go see that dude down there. Yeah. Halloween I'm in the Halloween house. Horror Come night. get scared. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. If you enjoy our adventures, you can catch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash fools and flagons. That's fools, the letter N, flagons, all one word. If you want to hang out with the fools and other nerds, come join our Discord. The links can be found in the description.